Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Friday Nightmares podcast. I am one half, well, I guess today, one quarter of your uh, hosting team today, Scott Smoke Show Crawford, coming from Swartz Creek, Michigan. And with me, as always, is my lovely Canadian goddess. Canadian goddess. Wow, that's a, that's a title, Mr. Crawford. Heather Powell coming to you on this early morning in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. But we have the real deal with us today here, Scott. Yes, this is do. the first time we felt comfortable enough to have these guys on the show. Um, they're our first guests. They're our firsts, which oh, is a pretty big deal. It is, so is. Um, I actually started listening to Tim's pod. Tim Davis is one of our guests. And uh, I started listening to this podcast because they posted on our page. And the first time I listened to it, I was there. They did an episode about, I think it was Outbreak and a couple other Outbreak movies. And it was so fucking funny. Like I was walking and I was laughing out loud. And I'm pretty sure people were like, what the fuck is wrong with that chick? It was fucking <laughs> mint. So they're going to teach us a thing or two today about how it's done because we really need that help but let's bring in horror for dummies and let's start off with the one the only tim davis how you doing today tim oh g'day mate how you going <laughs> put another one on the body <laughs> <laughs> if you want i can go on a full australian rant right now and confuse that'd be perfect <laughs> It would be perfect. Well, you know, you guys all have kangaroos and you all look like Crocodile Dundee. That's what Scott <laughs> thinks anyway. Scott is true. It's like Scott's American, right? So we, you know. Um, but you have someone with you, really haughty, Daniel yeah. Luffy. Hi, Daniel. Hey. What's going on? So Daniel's my boyfriend. Not by choice. He's actually never agreed to it. Like Tim's agreed to be Scott. So it's kind of like a forced <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Like it's it's kind of like this, like Tim and Scott coupled off and I'm the one left over and Daniel's like, mm, I guess I'll take one for the team. It's <laughs> Eventually she's going to have, she's going to be treating him like uh, Lola treats the guy in uh, Loved Ones. <laughs> oh, oh my God. We'll I, I don't think I could stomach that. But why don't you guys tell us a little bit for hor about Horror for Dummies, Tim or Daniel, if you want to go ahead. You uh, yeah, so Horror for Dummies is your typical horror podcast that does nothing new. Um, That's not has, true. It has a lot of fun doing it. Okay, seriously, Horror for Dummies is a show that teaches the dummy, which is Luffy here, uh, Daniel, uh, the ways of horror. We usually pick a theme of the week and pick two films that fit that theme. And then we teach Luffy, the dummy, about those films. Uh, mm -hmm. So we've just started our Halloween celebration which we are calling the the house of horror and our first episode which has just come out two days ago is an elimination style bracket in which we find the worst way to die which you guys were a part of yeah that was a lot of fun Featuring. it was it was a long <laughs> one but wow <laughs> but yeah it was um, fun it was fun. It was fun. But yeah, no, we can, we have our own feed where you can find us on Horror for Dummies, but we are also members of the Padded Room Podcast Network. So you can be, we can be found there as well. And you can find us on anywhere where podcasts can be found, Spotify and iHeartRadio and all that stuff. So we're pretty accessible. Very accessible. And yeah, you are. Currently... <laughs> If you go on to iTunes and you give them a five-star written review, you will be put in a draw for their Halloween prize pack, which will consist of nudes from both Tim and Daniel. <laughs> you gotta fucking anyone... zoom in, but there they are. 
um, but their show, Tim is being very modest, but their show is absolutely amazing. Um, some of the favorite Thank things you. that I, I like you guys do is question of the week, not just because I like insulting Scott um, <laughs> when you do it, but I always, I think the energy and time that you put into the show and Daniel's one-liners always make me laugh. Especially when you don't get his one-liners, and I'm so I'm laughing now because you didn't get the one-liner, and Daniel's laughing at his own joke, and that's me <laughs> on a regular basis mm. with Scott. Yeah, um, Heather is always laughing at her own damn jokes. Always, I think I'm <laughs> hilarious. Um, but your show is just out of this world, and you guys even have your Netflix one. You have a short one that you do. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, uh, I completely forgot about that, and I I always forget the name of this show, but it's called <laughs> Dead Picks on Netflix. Dead Picks. Dead Picks on Netflix. Is that right? Luke? I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Dead Picks on Netflix, where we take a uh, film, obviously from Netflix, and we just give it about a 10 minute little review, whether it's you should watch review. it or, or not. Yeah. So that's also in, in the same feed where you can find the main show. So, yeah. And you have something that's special fine. that you've started too, Mr. Davis. Aren't you doing a Patreon thing now? Oh, I am. It's not. It's on the the padded room uh, Patreon page, where it's just uh, a top ten episode. So, I'm going back all the way to 1980 and doing a top ten from each year. So at the moment, I think I just did the top ten from 1982. Mm. Um, I gotta say, that, that, that's impressive. <laughs> it's it's a lot of work, man. Um, but it's got me watching a lot of films that I haven't even come across. So that's the cool part of it. Um, this month, actually, I'm doing a free episode of that um, where I'll be doing top 10 favorite okay. monsters. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that will be interesting. But that that one will be free that later in the month. So, yeah, keep an eye out for it. You yeah, I'll definitely pay for quality when it comes to Tim. <laughs> right? Yeah, Scott and I just give it out. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a whore. I just get everything for free. Like, you don't even have to buy us drinks. We just... <laughs> I just take it off right now. <laughs> just have it. <laughs> but that, thank you. You're being way too modest. So I wanted to share that um, a little bit thank more you. about what you guys do because I think you guys are incredible. Um, yeah. You know, I wish Scott had the editing skills that you guys You know what? And I wish I had the jokes that Daniel does. Oh, like, man. there's just certain things that we just don't have in comparison. <laughs> that leaves the call. I'm like, well, I guess it's just yeah. me. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys are fantastic. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> try. You know what? Like, I was just saying left. last week when we started this, or I don't know, fucking two episodes ago or whatever, I was surprised we even got listeners. Like, to this day, I'm surprised more than five people listen to us. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> I was hooked the first episode, so. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you started showing us love right away, and then I was saying that's kind of how our show's love fest kind of became a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and now yeah. we're like, we're just boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, no, Lucy, Luffy's forced with me, okay? Like, he's <laughs> okay. taking one for Sorry. the team, okay? Like, I'm the Yago, and he got stuck with me at the party. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm just, Luffy. I'm happy being open. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we should get into our 2020 watches. Unless, I don't know, Scotty, do you have anything to add? Aren't you doing something this October you've been posting every day about? Super annoyingly. Oh, I'm doing, uh, oh, that's right, because yeah, Heather has to make fun of me about this, but this is something I've done every year, but it's uh, my countdown to Halloween, so I'm just pretty much watching pretty much what I've already been doing, doing first time watches and stuff like that. And just watching a bunch of films and then sharing them on our Facebook page on Friday nightmares and my personal page. It's nice. something I've done for the last five years. So I just continue doing it. And 
Yeah, awesome. since I just watched like five movies a day, it's going to be way more than 31 movies by the end of the month, that's for sure. <laughs> You'll have like 90s numbers. Right? Right? It's pretty exciting. I, uh, I've been working, um, not watching anything except for the movies we had to. And I watched a little bit of Scare Me yesterday. Still haven't fucking finished it. Fuck my life. Fuck responsibilities. Fuck that shit. Oh, wait a minute. I thought we were supposed to watch that together, Missy. Oh, sorry. I forgot. You are. <laughs> Scott, you know, you know, I'm barely keeping it together. <laughs> Let's it's keep our true. expectations like real low here. Um, so I guess we'll break into our, our 2020. We'll start off with the first one. Uh, Tim and Daniel, please chime in if you've seen any of these and you want to share or you have questions. Sure. I will. Mm, that sounded really sexy. Yeah. More of that to come, everybody. Keep it. Oh, more of me to come. Wait, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And that, <laughs> for our Patreon page. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> One member, it would be Scott paying for himself to see. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have Tim uh, Tim paying for it, too. Yeah, he would pay for it just to be nice, just to be a friend. Only first in line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start off with Rent-A-Pal 2020. Um, who saw this out of all four of us? I did. Scott did. Did you gentlemen see it? Not yet. No. Is oh, it available in it. Australia? Uh, I haven't looked, to be honest. Uh, no. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit behind on my 2020 watches, um, but I haven't looked, but probably not knowing Australia. Right. Sad face. Sad face. I don't know, Scott. Do you want to chat about it then while I look up oh, yeah. where it's available? Because I didn't do that yet. So I'm uh, yeah. going to be distracted. Um, but yeah, Rent a Pal is a, basically about this. It's uh, based in the 90s, and it's about this guy that is a house taker or a house a caregiver for his mother, and he uh, pretty much is just lonely and kind of doing what would be like the 90s version of online dating where it's like videotapes that he goes and picks up of like other singles that are like they do like a 10 to 10 second to a minute long video explaining who they are and whatnot. And I love watching like those on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. The old ones. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, but so he's just going through these tapes, but then he find, he comes across one with this guy named Andy on it, who's just like this rent-a-pal. He just wants, he's just like this friendly, go-lucky guy, played by Will Wheaton, of all people. And wow, it, he, he pretty much just becomes obsessed with this tape and just watches it over and over and over again. And it just kind of shows, like, you feel bad for this guy. Like, what he goes through, because I don't want to give too much away, but it kind of reminds me like the sympathy you would feel for the character May in the movie May. And wow, this movie just freaking blew me away. Like I was glued to the screen. I really empathize with that character. Like, and it just like, it shows just like how hard it is to be a caretaker. And absolutely. And how hard video dating is. I think it also yeah. like shows how superficial it was in the 1990s to online dating today i know that's a side very much a secondary piece of it but it's and it's well acted oh it's amazing well acted. acted um it's i agree i i don't think i've seen someone watch this yet except for maybe one or two people that didn't enjoy it so gentlemen if you get a chance when it comes to australia i i would definitely recommend it it's sad though like i had a look i, I couldn't find it anywhere oh, yeah because yeah, this is my no, this is my number five of the year right now it oh, may go okay. on it sounds awesome. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. in. Definitely, you want to go all the way in. So for <laughs> our, 
our American and Canadian audience and it can be found on Apple, Google, Voodoo, DirecTV um, if you're interested in renting it and I would definitely think it's worth whatever you pay like the $5.99, $6.99. Yeah, it is totally worth the it's rental definitely, for Definitely you won't regret it. So check it out. And Scotty, why don't you take on our next one? All right. So the next one we ended up watching was a movie from 2020 called Spree. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but it stars the guy that played Steve in uh, Stranger Things. And yeah, I'm looking up his name right now. I think it's okay. Joe. Um, Joe. Keery. Keery. Look at that. Thank you, Daniel. But yeah, it's uh, pretty much about a young guy that ends up kind of doing like this Uber style thing. I forget. I think I think it's called Spree. But yeah, he's going and picking up people, but he's also like recording it on like social media. He's trying to be like a social influencer or whatever you call those. And he's just not having any luck. So he decides to up the ante on how to get like people to watch. And that is by pretty much grabbing uh, anybody that's needing a ride, picking them up and killing them on screen. And it just pretty much ramps up from there. It's kind of funny, sad, and dark all at the same time. He's just trying so hard to like become popular and he's going to show what lengths he will go to to do that. It's and like it's, Scott and I on Friday Nightmares. Yeah, exactly. Soon we'll start killing people. So hard screen. to be popular. <laughs> um, it's a good movie. It's a perfect run time at 93 minutes. So if you have you gentlemen seen it? No. no. Um, <laughs> if When it becomes available. It's, it's short <laughs> and sweet. It's it's very much plays off of social media and it's a ride share, which makes it even more interesting because there's Uber now and there's ride shares. So that means you can have multiple people picked up. So there's some good conversations between characters. Um, it's a little social justice at times, but oh, it is. I, I don't think it was too over the top. Like, but then again, we all know my love for politically charged movies. So <laughs> that is so true. In all fairness. And, and this one has some characters, especially in the beginning, that you're just like, oh, I hate these people so freaking much. Yeah, it does a really good job. And it's and it's quick. I think what I really appreciate about some horror movies is, and I've talked about this before, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but sometimes an hour and a half is sweet spot. You know, if you yep. drag it out even that extra 10 minutes, you can be like, holy fuck, is this movie going to end anytime soon? Definitely. Yep. That sounds good. Awesome. So for our listeners that are not in Australia, you can find it on <laughs> Apple, Google, Vudu, and YouTube. You can actually uh, rent it on the YouTube. So Nice. Maybe you guys can rent it on YouTube. Is YouTube the same in Australia? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I've watched a few movies on YouTube, so I'm going to guess it's the same. Maybe. There's times no. where stuff comes out for, it's not for Scott, no. and I don't get it in Canada, particularly Canadian uh, movies. No, Which is so it's, weird. It's, it's all it's all region locked. Like it regional. It stupid. is. It's stupid. <sighs> stupid. Especially right. for how close her and I are. It's like we're only like four hours away from each other, yeah, yet well. we can't watch the same shit. <laughs> well what's even worse is that people in Buffalo like Dave Z, shout out Dave Z, um, who's like fucking an hour away could watch something that I couldn't. Right. But you know, I, I don't have the U.S. problems. I got 91 problems, but the presidential debate ain't one. So. <laughs> he's got bigger problems. <laughs> yeah, so he's got bigger problems now. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he well, does. Itty bitty tiny problems. Itty itty bitty 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 bitty. Um, so this cool. one, I know Tim has seen. So I'm looking forward to hearing his thoughts on it. Annabelle, probably the most controversial movie that's come out so far, with people either just 
I haven't heard anyone say they love it, but I've heard a lot of people say they hate it. So, Tim, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Um, I, okay, for the most part, I actually enjoyed this film. I, um, I can see why people have a problem with it. I mean, it's, it's whole message of the film is kind of uh, um, why. Like, I, I didn't really get the whole message behind it. I mean, I got it, but like, it's obvious. Um, but the film itself is really, really well made. The score in it is fucking perfect. I love the score in it. Um, the acting was really top notch. I just, I just, I enjoyed my time with it. It's not a film I'll probably return back to, though. Yeah, I gotta so. say I agree with you, and I feel like people really shit on it, and I and I feel a lot of that has to do with world events right now. I think yeah. if this yeah. came out and things hadn't happened that had happened this year, um, maybe people will be more receptive. Um, I listened to a great review on Fresh Cuts yesterday about it, and they talked about how I they didn't. Heard that too, yeah. You've heard it as well, um, no, and they yeah. talked and they talked about how like there was no Me redeemable too. white people <laughs> in the movie, and I and I, I agree, but I disagree with them about Get Out because they said in Get Out there was no all the white people in Get Out were racist and they were doing stereotypes and systematic racism. Yeah. Um, so it was the same thing. All the white people in that were bad too. Like the cop was bad to everybody. Yeah, was bad. Yeah. Um, but I think with Annabellum, it just, the acting that the second act, like there was scenes in it where I'm like, am I fucking watching sex in the city? Like what the fuck is this shit? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right? I can see that. And, um, as a female, there is some things that one of the characters says to a man that I would never, ever say to somebody. Like, it's just, it's rude. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think, I agree to him. The score was incredible. It was filmed beautifully. Um, the main character you felt invested in, like you, you yeah. cared what happened to her. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it's definitely not in my top like 30 or 40. It was kind of just there. What do you think, Scotty? Do you want to add anything? Uh, yeah, I'll say you guys pretty much uh, are saying the exact same things I was thinking, especially with the second act. There were some very cringeworthy moments, but yeah, the score is beautiful. The opening was it probably like 10 minutes shot, like with the just non-stop camera following like everything like it, there was no cutaway and that was the cinematography is just freaking amazing in this movie and i think people will yeah. either love the slow mode mode shots that are in it or hate it and i figured out what was going on very early and i told yeah, you that, did um just from some subtle things i mean we can talk about it after the podcast if well you guys probably won't, won't be able to but we'll chat about it some other time um that really did tip its hat like just with language and stuff like that that was used yeah. but i don't know i just feel like people are shitting on this unnecessarily like i don't think it's the word i don't know i've we've seen much worse films oh, like God, the one yeah. that scott's drama club did they reach is a fucking way worse one they reach was the awesome Flint, and you can just shut Schwarz your mouth Creek do- drama club that scott's friends with that created that movie is way worse. <laughs> you can kiss my ass <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see this movie, you can find it on Apple, Google Play, Vudu, YouTube, um, and probably like I know for in Canada, Cineplex, where we'll rent it. I don't know. Is AMC do home rentals and stuff like that, Scott? I don't think they do. Okay. I'm actually going to check it out next week at the movies. Oh, you're going to the theater? The theater. Nice. Are you going, are you going on a date? Nah. Uh, I'll say Heather's gonna get jealous if that's the case. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I fly to Australia and I'm like, hi Daniel, wanna go see the movie? 
<laughs> Stage 10 clinger. Um, you warned. Ten. How the fuck did you get around all the quarantine stuff? <laughs> <laughs> She's Canadian. She found a way. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, Canadian? <laughs> You're, it's not American, so come fine. on in. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. All right, Scotty, you got this next bitch? All right. So, yeah, the next one has two different titles. I'm not sure. I think it's uh, Under No Escape on Amazon Prime, but it's also known as Follow Me. And once again, this is another one of those following a social media influencer who is just doing random videos with his friends and stuff like that. And he's really popular. And, well, he. Gets uh, invited to, I think it was, uh, was it Russia? Yeah, I think it's Russia. I think yeah, you're okay. right. It's Russia. Yeah. But yeah, gets invited to Russia to this really intense escape room. And we've seen uh, several movies where escape rooms go bad. And what? that's exactly what this is. There was other movies that came out about that? Yeah. Escape room? <laughs> yeah, this one, this one <laughs> reminded me a lot of uh, Escape Room and Saw. And Hostel. I, oh, and Hostel. That was a the other one. A little bit of Hostel sprinkled in. Yes. Like it's is a, it as it, sorry, is it as graphic as those films? Uh it's got some moments, but it's I wouldn't say it's nothing like Saw's graphicness. It's more or less like the uh the contraptions that are in it reminded me a lot of Saw. I thought it okay. was pretty graphic at parts. Yeah, I'll say there were some graphic parts, but I was like just like compared to Saw and stuff like that though. Yeah, Saw's just an an never ending gore fest. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, this was uh one that I wasn't too sure on when I first started watching him going, all right, I hate this main character so much, but that's because he's one of those just annoying, super, like superficial social media influencers. And that's exactly how he's supposed to play. And his character grows throughout the movie, which makes it better. And yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with this one. That, this is probably in like my top 50 out of the 157 that I've watched so far this year. Yeah, I'm trying to, oh, there you go. I finally found it. Fuck my life. I need to be more prepared. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking making it up as I go. I agree, Scott. I really liked it. I uh, It was emotional throughout it. Um, yeah. I had low expectations going in because I'm like, ah, oh, it's a concept we've seen before. But this was a concept we've seen before, but it was done well. And there's yeah, exactly. nothing wrong with repeating an idea. Like, look at how many zombie films we had. Uh, Horror for Dummies just did a four-part series, which was phenomenal on zombie movies. So, for example, you can repeat shit and still be good. Or you can be uh, Day of the Dead Bloodlines. But... <laughs> oh, God. Please don't be that ever So bad. <laughs> no one shall say that name. Do not speak that name. Um <laughs> But this movie was, it was enjoyable. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't have where you can rent it yet. So I'm assuming. Um, I think, uh, at least in the U.S., it was Amazon Prime. I'm double checking right now. But because I think it's under the title No Escape. Oh, I'm just looking on Letterboxd and it doesn't have anything there. So you're probably right. And then probably Apple, because Apple has fucking everything. So probably Apple. Yeah. Apple Um, and probably Google Play, I would guess. And while you're on Apple, give a five-star review. Yeah. (laughs) We had no escape can be rented on uh, Amazon Prime. Nice, yeah, it's it's totally worth it. I think that it's a lot of people may not like this because of the concepts being similar, but it's a great ride. Like yeah. it's it's heavy. Like you're invested, and it's a eighty-eight minute runtime. Yet again, doesn't overstay its welcome. Gets to the fucking yep. point. Yep, super short, and it's pretty much uh, like I'm. I was glued to the screen from the get go, even though I hated that main character for a while. Well, and you're supposed to hate him. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, gets the job done, which is what I like in and out. No commitment. 
Poor Tim. Oh. He's like, what the fuck did I walk into? Daniel's like, preach it, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, no, Tim's just waiting for me to start talking like that to him. No, oh, yeah. Tim's all like, I, suddenly he's like, I regret this decision to be on Friday Night <laughs> No, no, I was, I was just thinking because that movie that you were just talking about was at the cinemas not long ago here in Australia. Oh, really? And, yeah. Uh, huh. I was going to go and then my stupid wife had to have the stupid baby. But I didn't get a chance to go. <laughs> Man, how inconvenient. You, you didn't ask her to hold it in for I know. a couple of days? You're like, can you just push it back up? <laughs> She's selfish, okay? <laughs> so rude. I love, so, how, I love how you talk about your wife. Like, on your last episode, she left a comment on your Facebook, and you're like, yeah, it's a bitch. I think she is the coolest chick <laughs> to, like, be down with that shit. I bet she gives it right back to you. Like, I bet she has, like, some fucking lady balls. She ha- yeah, she takes no shit. That's awesome. When she's That's angry, awesome. watch out. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds badass. Not only is she hot, she's badass. Good job, Tim. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, and you're okay, too. Like, don't get me wrong. But oh. Scott, no, claimed, Scott claimed you first. What am I supposed to do? Like, I got shitty. Like, I didn't have a chance against Smoke Shore Crawford. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> you know what, what it's like working with a 10 yeah. and you're like a 2? It's really, really challenging. It's more like I'm a 12 and you're a 12. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're 12. I love it. All right. Back to the movies. Alone. Alone 2020. And I think, did I tell you about this one, Scott? I watched it first. Yes. Okay. Um, this is very much a survival film. Small cast. Um, I wasn't sure at first how it was going to be, but fuck what a good movie. Like, it's a really, really good watch. Suspenseful, uses its scenery really well. Um, I don't want to give too much away because Scott always spoils movies, so I'm going to try not to. Um, It's basically one character traveling across the country and getting a road rage incident that goes very, very, very poorly. but yeah, it's 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 just it's a fucking solid film. I think that's my 15 out of oh, 150 now or whatever the fuck I've watched. Um, yeah, so it's good. And uh, yeah, Scotty, what do you what do you want to say about it? Yeah, this is the I'm trying to remember because uh, this one. Sorry, Heather, it it was okay, but I just forget a lot about it. Oh, is it because your drama club didn't do it? It pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the one about the where the woman was making a lot of bad decisions in the beginning, right? She did make a lot of bad decisions. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's not the one I was thinking of. Like me right. last night, I was making a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> so yeah, so this one's probably in my like I think top forty. Um, but like yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Like at first, I'm just going, "Oh, this woman is making so many dumb decisions. Why?" Like I was starting to lose interest, but I remember mm-hmm. you told me to like stay with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after a while, it just got a lot better and yeah, it became pretty intense and it was kind of like I guess kind of fit in the line of the survival horror genre absolutely did yeah we could have used it for our show I clearly I liked it a lot more than he did and I know that their podcaster liked it a lot too but uh would you say it's worth paying for it's on it's on voodoo so I don't know how voodoo works in the states yeah I think you gotta pay for it and I, yeah it's, it's, worth, okay. it's worth the rental because yeah it's a good watch yeah because okay. I was thinking of uh, another movie I watched that was way lower so yeah this one's yeah this is definitely worth a watch uh, very well acted. You you do question the decisions in the beginning, but that's about it. Like, and it's just uh, pretty tense. And I think it's also fairly short, isn't it? Yeah, it's 80, 80, 98, 98. <laughs> minutes. 
98 minutes. So that's not too bad. You're, and I, and I don't feel it drags. Like I feel like no. that extra eight minutes, it's fine. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely worth checking it out. It's a very, it's a very fun movie to watch. You got your pussy there. I do. Mr. Biff is on the screen. Oh, always, gone. always. All right. You take on the next one. I haven't seen this. Who wrote this one? This is me. Oh. Or I think there was, a, or did you guys watch this one? Ghost of War. Yeah. That was me. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I watched well, then I guess we should let Tim lead us and talk yeah. about it. Well, okay. But this one. I'll try my best. All the best. Okay. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me go one? get my Fosters. You need to put one on the Barbie oh, first? How <laughs> <laughs> to speak Australian. <laughs> so, Ghosts of War from 2020. Uh, uh, this is a, I got this as a screener from um, a company called Rialto. Distribution. Well, don't they're, they're, I'm. Shut up. I'm trying to. <laughs> um, anyway, so the story is five American soldiers near the end of World War II quickly descend into madness when they encounter a supernatural enemy more terrifying than anything seen on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. So this one's starring actually some um, notable names. Um, it's got, and I don't know their names off by heart, but the dude from Sons of Anarchy, I think his name's Theo Rossi. Um, and it's got the dude from uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, the one, the sleepy one that's always sleepy. And oh, also yeah. Billy Zane. Yes. Billy Zane's in this movie. Remember Billy Zane? He was cool. Billy Zane's great. Um, yeah, I don't know why he didn't do more in his career. But anyway, um, yeah, so it starts them actually some famous names and um for the most part i was really enjoying this movie um really well shot the cinematography is stunning in this movie and the set designs are just oh they they really went above and beyond with the set designs but the the third act happened and i'm not gonna say i hated it i was just a little it hit me a little off guard i was just Mm. like where are they going with this? It's a bit strange and, and, and weird where they're going. And I, and I appreciate what they were trying to do. They were trying to do something different, but I, I don't know if it really hit for me. I'm still, I'm still tossing and turning in my brain whether I liked it or not. Um, and I'm more leaning towards the side of I didn't like it. Um, overall, though, it, it was, it's a pretty decent film. Uh, for the most part, I enjoyed it. It was just that third act that, that just kind of let it down for me a little bit um so scott you've seen this haven't you yep i actually just watched this uh on sunday so i that's why i was confused if i had put this on the list or not (laughs) um yeah i'm pretty much right there with you except uh with that third act i actually actually raised the raised it up for me a little bit because i was just kind of like taking it back and i'm going well this is (laughs) finish him <laughs> there is something that happens with this group of, of soldiers and a decision that they make towards the end that really pissed me off. It really yeah. made me dislike them. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it involves a family. Yep. Michael Jack? Yep, I know <laughs> yes. exactly what you're talking about. And honestly, I kind of disliked the soldiers pretty much from the beginning. Really? Yeah, like uh, especially the... the uh, like macho man vert the macho dude that's like trying to fist fight that oh, one yeah. guy oh my god yeah. i hated that dude so much but trying to yeah. fist billy zane yeah yeah <laughs> trying to fist billy zane <laughs> may i just sure, he's not the billy, first one <laughs> billy zane putting on a putting on a german um accent he did a pretty good job 
I know, because I was questioning. I'm like, wait, is that really Billy Zane? I can't. Yeah. Wait. I was questioning it after a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> and but yeah, like I, I had fun with this movie altogether. Like it was because at first I'm going, okay, another World War II supernatural horror film. Okay, mm-hmm. we've seen this a billion times. But then, like as it kept going, I'm going, well, this is this is taking a different twist to it. And then that third act happened, and I'm going, well, this just got really interesting i did not expect this at all like it's good that ending is gonna be either you're gonna it's gonna make you love the movie or hate it or not even oh, hate yeah. it like or just be disappointed with it yeah yeah definitely. So, do you recommend a rental gentleman i do i do i do as well yeah awesome. i think that if you're looking for a world war ii type horror film i think the the movie called overlord if you guys <laughs> oh overlord, what a good I movie think, yeah i think that's better but yep. this one, it's enjoyable for the most part. I think it's worth a watch. Awesome. Especially because it's like a, a low budget. It's another low budget horror film where Overlord was, you know, big budget and you could see it on the screen where this yeah, one, true. like they got a little bit more clever with what they had to do. Now, Tim, I just That's, have one yeah, question. Definitely. Have you yes. seen They Reach? Uh, I haven't. And I, was, I heard you last week talking about it and I was trying really hard to find it. So I could speak about it on this episode. I could not find well, it. Well, Scott has a director's cut that's signed. Maybe he can make <laughs> it. I really want to see this just to hear, just to see what you guys are talking about. Probably going to agree I with. I want to know. Oh, well, I don't know. Tim and I do see. tend I to like, uh, disagree on our movies sometimes. I just feel like Tim does but, that yeah, to be nice, yeah. like, to make you feel like you have to, I don't know, defend yourself a little bit because it's like a drama club movie. But like, anyway, I just want to see if it's better than they seen it. I know. I, I will watch it before the end of the year and let you know. Okay. Only I let me know if you it. didn't like it. If you yeah. agree with Scott, I don't care. I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> <It's metal. laughs> wow. But thank you for the recommendation, guys. It can be found at least in um, in Canada and the United States on Apple, Google, and YouTube. Um, is it is it available for rent in the in Australia, Tim? Or I, I believe it is. Um, I know you can yeah. buy it on physical copy um, through Rialto Distribution. So, so shout out to them. Um, so you can buy it on DVD and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, no, you can get it on iTunes and Google Play. There you go. And Telstra TV, apparently. What's that called? <laughs> Telstra TV. Which is, is that like an Australian thing? thing? Yeah, it must be. Telstra is like a phone company here, like. Um, Okay, yeah, that like I've never heard Tom of that. Or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. That makes Garbage. sense. We have phone companies that have their own cable and shit here. I yeah. See, Didn't Canada and Australia are, are kind of advanced, so we're and, a little bit further ahead. And America's just kind of like wah wah. <laughs> well, you got two people. You got like the Muppets, the two old men from the Muppet Muppets debating. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or is it? Two- <laughs> It's, no, it's the old man yelling at clouds just times two. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. The next movie we have, I've seen, and I think, Daniel, you've seen this one, right? Sure did. I think, are we the only two that have seen it? Yep. Awesome. So this is going to be a good review. Oh, uh, <laughs> Definitely. For sure. Um, the New Mutants. I'm going to get your thoughts first because I'm not a comic book person, so take it away. Um, look, it's, it's another X-Men movie. Uh, the trailers lied about it being a horror movie, personally. Um, it is more of a team drama CW movie than a horror movie, for sure. They, they totally could have done some more scary shit with the, um, with the powers that someone in particular has, but they just 
didn't. A lot of people seem to hate it, but I thought it was fine. I thought it was it, uh, perfectly watchable. They're not mutants that anybody would really know. Like, they're not any of the famous X-Men. So, a bit of a deep cut uh, if you do know some of them. But uh, my little was fine. What do, you, what do you think? Well, I don't know much about comic book movies. So, I saw the original X-Men simply because it was filmed near me. Um, the New York scene was actually filmed in Burlington, Ontario. That's why I watched it. Um, and I've seen a handful. I thought it was, for what it was, I thought it was entertaining. I honestly went to support the theaters, and it was one of the few mov- new movies I hadn't seen. Uh, it was very teen drama. I think you summed it up perfectly when you said it's something you would see on CW. It was totally that. Um, I feel like they just threw in stuff because they're like, it's 2020. You see how woke we are? Um, Which is fine. (laughs) Which is fine. Like, you know, I'm woke, so be woke. But yeah, you know, for like the watch of it, it was easy to sit through. But I think if you were a hardcore comic book fan, like I've been told by, you know, when I posted that I enjoyed it, I had people being like, well, you've never read the comics. You don't know. No, I haven't. they, Um, they They do some weird shit with the characters that isn't really, doesn't really gel. But um, it's fine, especially with the X Men movies. They just they do whatever they want to. So don't they? You just got to roll with it. You just go. You just you just consent and you go for the ride. Um, yeah, but most of it's just talking. Until yeah, it is third act CGI, fucking crap fest like always. <laughs> yeah, this was. Uh, I'm just gonna jump in real quick and ask was wasn't this uh, Fox before Disney bought them up? Like, wasn't this made by Fox? Yeah, this was this was made like years and years and years, and years ago. Um, yeah. I'll say so. And, it still has that like X Men. Definitely has that X Men feel then, because you know. Fox yeah, they, they, well. were, they they just sat on it for ages because they didn't know what to do with it, and um, okay. they released it now, which says something. Like they're just like, no, just put it out. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're Disney. Like, we can afford to take a loss if it doesn't do well. <laughs> yeah, like they're putting it out now. Nobody's going to the movies. I don't even think they put it on VOD by the looks. Nope. As well, and they're just like, put it out. So much money it makes the movies. We'll probably put it on VOD next month or something. That's the that's the feel I got from it. I think yeah. I just think it's a teen drama. If you like teen dramas and you want to be entertained enough for an hour and a half or however long it was, like it was short. Um, though out of all the new movies I've seen in theaters, definitely. Uh, Peninsula, I think Tim has seen. He oh, did yeah. a whole little bit. That was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Unhinged were probably the ones I've enjoyed, you know, out of the whole like three theater watches I've seen. Um, <laughs> yep. I'll say Unhinged is the only one that, oh, Unhinged and Bill and Ted Face the Music are the only two I've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that you saw that at the drive in. That's right. Um, yep. And by the way, theaters are opening next Friday, finally. Yes. Right. Yes. You can finally take someone and get a hand job in that bucket of popcorn. Yeah. Like myself. <laughs> like, uh, like, I'll start eating my own popcorn and go, oh, what's this? Ooh. <laughs> a surprise. <laughs> <What a mustavering. laughs> yum, 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 yum in my tum tum. Um, <laughs> all right. I'll let you take this one. Unless I, who watched this actually? Is this is Daniel, I think, who watched it last night. I watched it last night. Well, then yeah, I guess you better um, talk about it. Yeah, I think it came out yesterday too. I didn't really yep. see it before this. Um, it's kind of a kids on bikes vampire movie. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, um, it's set in New York. It's, it's these bunch of kids trying to, um, set in New York. Like a, yeah. In the Brooklyn. Bronx? 
Yep, the Bronx is in New York. <laughs> Wait, are you trying to get to say the name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super surprising. <laughs> and it's got vampires in it. God, Would what? it be called Vampires versus the Bronx? Yeah. The vampires I know. go up against the Bronx. You know is what? That there? literally happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the last act. Spoilers. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's cool. the The vampires look cool. The kids are um, amusing enough. Like, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. it. It's a good little popcorn movie, man. Uh, nice. Do you recommend paying to watch it? It's actually on Netflix. Uh, oh, is it? Because it's yeah. a Netflix original. So if oh. you pay for Netflix, it's just there anyway. And it's a Netflix. So if you guys have it and Scott has it, I probably have it. Yeah, you yeah, probably you more it. than likely do. It's gonna be something we'll have to watch for sure. Excellent. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. The vampires uh, look decent, which is always a problem sometimes. They look like uh, kind of better Buffy vampires, if I had to. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that you know what? That was something that pissed me off about New Mutants. I just remembered. What? When they kept referencing Buffy before things would happen in the movie. Oh. So, like... They had yes. scenes with Willow and Tara, which developed into the the thing you're talking about. Yeah. And then when they referenced a particular monster and then their monster looks almost the same. And I was like, why did you do that? Mm. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, it was just annoying. But yeah. Yeah, and I did want to like uh, say about Vampires versus the Bronx. Uh, we actually just got a post on our Facebook page today from our buddy Phil Ray saying this is his favorite movie of the year now. Wow, yeah, and Phil fun. likes it. It's probably pretty good. He has good taste. Yeah, I'm, I definitely want to check this out now because like as soon as he said that, I'm going, well, shit. All right, I'm going to watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but it's uh, yeah, it's just it's really good. I, I I think Tim would like it for sure. Hell yeah, sounds good. Vampires yeah. on box. I mean. Do you like Twilight, Tim? Do you were you a big fan of the Twilight series? See, okay, here's the thing. My wife, <laughs> my wife loves them, loves those movies, and she tried to make me watch them. Um, we watched the first movie, and then she just showed me highlights of the rest of the movies. I yeah, I could not, I couldn't do it. It's, yeah, it's just not me. I did. <laughs> I watched up to the one where she got pregnant, and I found that like I got more and more confused with jacob becoming super buff and shit because he was like a baby and i'm like oh this is weird like why is this 17 year old kid running around ripped and i'm looking at him nah. don't you like the, <laughs> the perfect solution to the love triangle problem <laughs> that's true that's right <laughs> I, you just you just wait until the the couple pairs off and then they have a kid and then you fuck their kid. Like it's true. It's an imprinted. What? I didn't see. I didn't see part two. I just. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. That's yeah, he's not solution. kidding. That's what happened. That's what the... happens. Oh, wow. Yeah. Spoilers for Twilight. Yeah, spoilers for everyone here that loves Twilight. I remember <laughs> the first time, like I saw it in the theater with an ex of mine, and he really wanted to see it. And there was this scene, yeah. like, what was her fucking name? Who was the chick? She had Bella. Some... Bella. Kristen. Christian Stewart and like uh, Robert Patterson. She's in the car and she goes to touch him. And she's like, "You're so cold." I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck did I get myself into?" <laughs> so breathy. Everything was so breathy in this. It was, movie. and a lot of staring. Yeah, a lot of intense <laughs> staring at each other. Yeah, Stuart actually loves it, and he rewatches it every day. I've, I've <laughs> never, I think I've made it about a quarter of the way through one of the movies, and I just liar, like, yep. liar. 
Yeah. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I mean, um, my pants are on fire, but that's because Tim's on the screen. Oh, uh, wow. Um, can you pitch a tent, am I? Oh, you are, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Walk Away. Who watched Walk Away? I, don't even I watched Walk Away. Whoa, Daniel. Um, fuck, you're bringing the. Tim, what the fuck? <laughs> It's, uh, I didn't I, watch the other I, movies. I have other ones. Who's the dummy now, Tim? <laughs> I'm just saying, Daniel's brought it. He's he's talked about a lot. He's talked about more than me if it makes you feel better. So, anyway. um, Yeah, this was just on our version of Prime, so you guys probably have it. Uh, I was just looking up 2020 shit. And um, it was a little kind of independent movie where these five people get like go to this cabin and then they can't leave so as soon as they step out of a certain line uh they immediately vanish and appear back in the attic attic Mm. yeah um so it's just like they're all just like trying to deal with being stuck there and then it all goes sour to not spoil it um it's on prime for everybody do you recommend it um if you really really like movies if if that idea sounds interesting to you uh it's it's an interesting watch it's a cool idea uh it's not very well acted it's mm. not very gory but i think for me the the idea kind of carried it enough but i don't think it's a good movie That's i think i gave fair. it a 4 out of 10 oh so it sounds like yeah. don't waste your time unless you're really That's trying to it. pad numbers, Scott. I don't uh, pad numbers, Missy. <laughs> Not anymore. I, you know what it reminds me of when you describe that? Have you guys ever seen Don't Blink from 2011, no. I think it was? No. Never heard um, of that one. It's, it was on Netflix Canada. I don't know if it's on Netflix for you guys, but it's basically a similar uh, concept and people start disappearing and uh, it's low budget but they use their budget smart. You know, you can do a low budget. We've talked about the show a billion times. You can do a low budget film and put your money where it counts. And it reminds me a lot of that film, which don't blink sounds like it was a slightly better film. Um, it, than the one yeah. You watched. yeah. Honestly with this one, it's a lot of the, the acting and the dialogue really lets it down mm. uh, for me. And the characters are fairly unlikable <laughs> as well. Well, and if they're not supposed to be unlikable, then you have a problem. I (laughs) couldn't tell if that was supposed to be or not. I really couldn't. Oh, that's not a good sign. (laughs) So, yeah. That's not a good sign. Anyway. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for sharing. That was awesome to have other people besides Scott and I just pick pick on each other. Okay, me pick on Scott for his choices. Um, So, thank you. Uh, We're going to break into our older films now. Uh, Mine's first, but probably you guys have seen this one. Fright Night, uh, 1985. Well, what's that movie? I know, right? Like, I'm such a virgin. Like, I'm like, hi, guys, I watched Fright Night for the very first time. I haven't um, seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen Fright Night either? No, man. Oh, Dude, thank you, Daniel. Dude, the dummy now. I know. <laughs> Tim's like, I told you Daniel was the dummy. <laughs> I am redeemed. I am the dummy because I just saw a whole bunch of movies for the first time. I, um, Anyway, I really enjoyed Fright Night 1985. Unpopular opinion, I really like the remake. Uh, that came out, I think it was in 2010 or 2011, um, with Colin Farrell. I thought he was great. Uh, Tony Elchin, rest in peace. Yeah, like what oh, a yeah. what a promising young man. Like that's Whoa. a real shame. Yeah. Um, promising, promising young man. I found the remake uh, 
more intense, to be honest. Obviously, it's 1985, so, like, the practical effects, though, definitely incredible in 1985. Uh, the kid was super annoying. The main character, I wanted to punch him in the fucking face. Like, I just <laughs> couldn't fucking stand him. But the the vampire played by, who was my boyfriend? Who did it? Uh, Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. Uh, it reminds me of a podcaster, and he's my he's my boyfriend. So I definitely <laughs> would have been bitten, like, beginning of the fucking movie. So, but I liked it. 1985, enjoyable. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's a classic. Check it out. But I also enjoyed the remake as well. Scott, did you ever get to watching the remake? I know you said you were thinking uh, of it. I did not get a chance to watch it yet. Um, I'm hoping to get to it sometime this week. Though I, did get, I do have to say, I'm happy to hear that you turned around on this one. Because remember when you first started watching this, you're like, I'm oh, it was, a, it was a fucking piece of shit within the first 15 minutes. It got yeah, better. You were, yeah, so the you first were act was horrible. It. it was the acting was bad. It, I feel like everyone learned how to act as the movie went on. And I don't <laughs> care if people don't like that. That's exactly how I felt watching it. Um, any thoughts you guys wanted to add on Fright Night, I guess, Tim? Yeah, um... I'm guessing you haven't, but you have you seen Fright Night Part Two? You're no, I haven't. Give that a go. It's not as good as the first one, but it's it's a it's a lot of fun. I actually <laughs> quite enjoy Fright Night Part Two from 1988. Okay. Don't watch the the remake sequels. They're they're hot garbage. Okay. That's oh, good. I forgot there was remake sequels. Yeah. There's oh, really I think three wow. or something. I know there's definitely one, but I heard there was another one as well. Yeah. Interesting. Well, thank you. And I guess we'll move on to the next one. Who's, who's is this bad boy? Uh, this is mine. Uh, Little Monsters uh, from 1989. This one is a, uh, this one's a kid's film. Straight up, not going to lie. Uh, this one I watched with my kids. So the story is a child meets the monster that lives under his bed. He even becomes one of his best friends. Soon the child discovers a whole new world of fun and games under his bed where pulling pranks on kids and other monsters is the main attraction. So this stars Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. Yep, I was you know, going to say, this must be the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, what's Howie Mandel from? Um, uh, he did Bobby's out? World. He, he is uh, <clears throat> the voice of Gizmo, the greatest yeah. movie of all time, <laughs> Gremlins. Oh, fuck. I've seen this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's I saw it when I was a kid, but I've seen this. Yep. Yeah. It's one that probably everyone saw when they were a kid. I remember watching this all the time when I was a kid. And it's on Amazon Prime. And I just wanted something to watch with the kids. I'm like, fuck, I've watched this for years. And so I put it on. You thought and Saw was maybe still... a little too much, so you put this on instead? <laughs> well, Luffy likes to take my daughter and watch Jason X with her. while he's <laughs> She picked it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, this one, uh, it, it's, it's enjoyable. It's was... fun. <laughs> Way too stoned to pick a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will admit that yeah. <laughs> Howie Mandel's character, I think his name is Morris or Maurice or something like that. Uh, he gets a little overbearing at times and, and too full on where it became a little bit annoying. Uh, but no, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's a kid's film, um, but it's like an entry level, uh, entry level horror film. I mean, it's, the movie's filled with monsters. Which so, I say kind of hey. fits with our uh, last episode with children in horror. Yeah. 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 Except these children aren't evil. So. Right. Well, I'm just saying like the entry level uh, uh, horror movie oh, for right, kids, yes. like towards our out of the dark segment we had. What did your kids yes, think of it? Right. Like, I always wonder what kids think of 1989 movies nowadays. 
Um, okay, to be perfectly honest, my kids um, have grown up around the films that I watch. So they're like, look, my daughter can point out Michael Myers by name and all this stuff. So she's, she's a little advanced with her horror movie watching. I remember she was um, like, Jason, one, Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, look, she knows them all by name. She'll see a picture and she'll be like, that's Freddy. Um, so I, this one, I'm just so proud of you as a parent, you know? Oh, like, that's you. amazing. <laughs> Raising them right, yeah. Raising yes, them right. Um, <laughs> they, they enjoyed it. Um, I th- honestly, I think they're more into the, uh, the more violent horror films, if I'm being real. <laughs> So, <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I just wonder because I always think the '80s, like, not horror, but I remember watching Homeward Bound, and I fucking love that movie. Yep. And I used to do this thing. I I used to work at the YMCA, and we used to do this video and swim night for kids. And I'm like, oh, we'll put on Homeward Bound. It's such a good film. It was fucking horrible. Like it was, <laughs> it was bad. And I'm like, and the kids are like, what the fuck is this shit? And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, why are we watching this right but now? The dogs talk. <laughs> It's bad, Daniel. Have you watched it recently? When you're no. not high, like it's <laughs> when you're not high. <laughs> like it's, it's it's not. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I'm glad that they that they dug it and you had fun. The, every time you said little monsters, all I could think is my pet monster. And which the, I have at home. Yeah, the show, right? Well, the show and uh, my my pet monster, the stuffed animal. Yes, which is from the show. Yeah, which yeah. I never seen the show actually. Really? Yeah, never knew there was a show. Until like after I got that my pet monster back from my parents. You know what? I am stealing that stuffed toy when no, I come. Not. You should not be having that with not We're knowing fighting. that show. We're fighting. Mm. Well, America next... versus Canada. <laughs> well, we knew it was gonna win. I know, um, unfortunately. Like no, you guys aren't. This is an Independence Day, Scott. Okay, we all know we can't America rely on you guys. God damn it. <laughs> um. The next one is Phantom of the Opera, nineteen twenty-five. Who watched this? Mm, I did. Oh, very woke, Tim. My, <laughs> this is where all my time has been has been going. Um, we are doing an episode later on this month on the Universal Monsters, um, so I am making my way through all of them. And the Phantom of the Opera, nineteen twenty-five. Um, yeah. Well, yeah uh this one isn't uh apparently it's not a universal monster film but it's re it's remake is but i thought you know what this one's free on youtube i'm gonna give it a go i haven't seen it before why not uh it is a silent film so if you are not into silent films you will not like this um lon cheney as the phantom or his name is eric uh he now from 1925 the look of the Phantom is actually pretty haunting. Uh, I was watching it. I'm like, that's scary. That's that's actually Purple suit, pretty ring, makeup. little mask. Uh, well, I know. Like, okay, yeah, he wears the the Phantom mask, um, but when the mask comes off, shut up. Luke. Um, when the mask comes off, no, the face, his face is actually yeah, pretty frightening. Um, yeah, it's as I said before, it's a silent film. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to rush back because um, silent films aren't really my thing. I think I've only seen this and Nosferatu, the only two silent films I've ever seen. Um, But yeah, hey, it's worth a shot. I mean, it's free on YouTube. It only goes for like an hour and 20 minutes. So yeah, give it a go. That's awesome. I always find older films fascinating and think back to them filming and how much work it would have been like compared to what we have now, right? Like it's incredible. Um, 
have you has anyone else seen this scott have you seen it nope this is on my uh to watch list to like hopefully sometime this month because i want to try to knock out some like old school silent films this month Awesome. Oh, there's like so many for free on YouTube, man. Oh, I know. I, that's where I found a lot of them. So oh, I was good. like, all right, I'm going to watch a bunch of them there at some point. And no mm. one's al- alive anymore to get mad for copyright. They're all dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they're all like royalty free now, right? Oh, like, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. they are. I watched The Gollum on YouTube. And I felt like I totally only watched that so I could sound like an impressive podcaster. Actually, you but, watched that on Shudder, which blew me away. Was it on Shudder? Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't even remember. See, fucking too many movies. And that was all. I just care about prestige. Like, I was all like, look at me. That's <laughs> true. Like, it's true. Scott's the nice one. I tell people this, and they don't believe me. Um, <laughs> did you guys want to add anything else? Is there any other older films you wanted to throw on? I haven't seen shit. Yeah, I'm, um, only, like, I'm trying to think. Uh, you go ahead, Tim. I'm trying to think if I did watch anything. Oh, okay. This might come as a shock to a lot of people, but in the vein of the Universal Monsters, I watched for the first time uh, Dracula from 1931. How was uh, it? I've never seen it, so I don't know. <clears throat> I, okay, here's the thing. I, I have seen this movie before, but not in full. I always kind of fall asleep. So this is my first <laughs> time watching it in full. Um, the, it's not my favourite of the Universal film, um, monster films. It's um, very it slow. Does get, yeah, yeah, it is very slow. Uh, Bella Lugosi as Dracula is fucking phenomenal when i think dracula that's who comes to mind um bella Lugosi, um he's, he's just my dracula um the film is really really well shot it's very gothic and the set designs are incredible and it's it's one of those things Heather, that you were saying like i was watching this and i'm like how did they do all this for back in 1931 it's it's, it's really really cool um the film as a whole it is very slow uh there are the action scenes uh, are very few and far between. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not my favourite of the whole Universal Monsters. Um, but yeah, it's not my least favourite. Let's just say that. Awesome. Well, so I'll, I'll let you of... watch these. Sorry, go ahead, Daniel. No, it's all right. I was just, it was just going to be a dumb joke. <laughs> I like dumb jokes, Daniel. Okay. I said I was going to think of Leslie Nielsen when I think of Dracula. Yes. I Dead and loving it? Dead and yeah. loving it. <laughs> That was a funny movie. That it's movie really, really funny. Mel Brooks, right? It's a Mel Brooks film. Yep. Yeah, but that one so, yeah. doesn't get a lot of the love. Like it gets picked, it gets hated on a lot. And man, I freaking love it. That's I don't fun. know how it's you great. could hate on any Mel Brooks films. They're not. I don't know. I've seen other ones. I've seen. I enjoyed all the Blazing Saddles. Um, Young like, Frankenstein. Uh, what's the one where they go to space and they make fun of Star Wars? Spaceballs. 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 Thank you. Yeah, um, Young Frankenstein, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, they're all funny. No, you just got to live a little. Exactly. Um, well, thank you, gentlemen, for sharing your older films. Uh, Scott, unless you had something, I feel like I keep cutting you off. Um, I did. Uh, I forgot. I did watch one last night, and that was uh, Insidious, The Last Key. Oh, <laughs> you finally yeah. finished it. Yep, finally finished off the Insidious franchise. And, yeah, this was a uh, – like, I remember people saying this one was, wasn't that good. And when I, I watched it, I was going – I don't see an issue with this one i thought it was pretty interesting like getting the backstory of lynn shay's character a little more like from her childhood and going on and then um kind of like the twist that happens like part way through when you're finding out like about the ghost that she finds in her old house mm. um but yeah i thought this was a pretty entertaining one because the other insidious movies while i liked them 
they were that typical boo and make you jump type movies. It's and true. It was, like, it was like walking through a, a haunted house. Dinner. Oh, it so was. <laughs> I mean, they're good for that style of movie, but like, like, at the same time, I'm just going, all right, I want something a little more. And this one kind of gave a little more substance to it. And it wasn't just all jump scares, which is I'm, I'm all about. And yeah, I thought this one was a, yeah, a lot better than didn't deserve all the hate that it got. Interesting. Have you gentlemen seen the series? I have. Uh, yes, I've seen all of them. Um, there are, okay, t- talking about the first one, there are scenes in the movie that I like, but I really couldn't get behind the Darth Maul demon. It yeah. Mm. took me out. <laughs> um, but no, I enjoyed them for the most part. I'll admit the, the, the final one, the, uh, what's it called, Scott? Sorry. The last key. The last key. I, uh, I, I will need to rewatch it. I remember falling asleep first time I saw it, so I barely remember much about it. So I need to go back and rewatch it. Just realized no one could see me shaking my head on the <laughs> audio podcast. That's okay. I shake my head all the time, Daniel. <laughs> all the time. I'm like, just, respond, uh, I'm rubbing like, my nipples all the time, so it's okay. Right? <sighs> we do a lot of stuff on this video. Like, it's anyway, we won't get into that. We'll save that for later. <laughs> well, they're just like, they're just ghost movies, yeah? Yeah, they're pretty much like they're a little more. <laughs> I feel than like, sorry, I feel like Daniel just summed it up right there. <laughs> just ghost movies, right? It's yeah, true. that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> like they're, they're a little ghost more movies, though. I think yeah, they're I like, they're pretty good. Lynn Shade's not the best actress, but I don't know. In that series, I just well, find it really entertaining. I like Lee Wanell. Yeah, Lee Wanell is really good, and yeah, like uh, I do love the uh, what do you call them? The bumbling uh, ghost hunters. Yeah, I do like them throughout the series. What are they called? Specs and something else. Yes. Uh, well, well, yeah. What was their freaking name? Because like, I think they're just called Specters. Is like the show they did or something like that. Yeah, that's right. But, I yeah, they just cracked me up. And like, because I know some people just got annoyed by them, and I freaking loved them. I thought they were just like great little uh, comic relief throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen, so much for sharing. Um, our next segment is Question of the Week. Just kidding. That's horror for dummies. <laughs> question <laughs> of the Week. Poor Tim's like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> I didn't give shit. a question. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But we would have to do the awesome intro of Question of the Week. It's my <laughs> favorite. It's my fave. Um, it's still that. <laughs> question yeah. of the Week. Anyway. I mean, well, I we listen every week. What up? You do listen to your show? Do you actually no. go back and listen to your show? Oh. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> he has no idea what type of editing I do with the show. Oh, dude, you need to listen. Tim is I just remember phenomenal. All days from Benji days and, and Jell days. Yeah, like you had other hosts. I didn't know you'd been I around did. that long. You pretty yeah. much you, you pretty much uh started just a little bit before I started. Wow. Yeah. Like started listening if if you listen to the quarantine episodes. Yeah, I, that's when I started listening to you because Tim was so supportive. I'm like, shit, I better not be an asshole. Someone has to be the one and listen. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't did, think. I think I only done like. Oh, I've been listening five or six forever. Shows? I'm told you about it. Were you? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's not how that went down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, me and Tim have been friends forever. We have. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mean to him. I don't know why we still do this podcast, Scott. Because I, really I love don't. the I'm a I'm a masochist and I love I'm the so abuse. I'm so mean to you all the time. <laughs> um, all right, so gentlemen, this is your segment for today. Uh, what we've been listening Ooh. to, and you both are going to share a podcast. So I don't know, Tim. Do you want to go first? 
Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give some love to my uh, my work colleagues. I guess I'll call them that. The uh, the Padded Room podcast. They can Smart. be found on the, on the uh, network that we are a part of. So the Padded Room podcast is uh, is a pod, another horror podcast, obviously, uh, featuring the hosts Darian Brock, uh, Buddy, and Miss Monica. And every week they they review a movie, but they go they talk about it in walkthrough detail. Like they'll explain what happens in the movie and give their opinions and all that stuff. Um, but the cool thing about the Padded Room podcast and the reason why I became a big fan of their show is they do this really cool thing called the Terror Dome, where every year they get it, it's basically like a like a bracket uh, thing, but they do uh, a matchup per week. So they have the horror icons, um, Pinhead, Freddy Krueger and all that stuff. And they will battle them out. Um, Darian usually writes a cool little story about how these two fighters came together and why they're fighting. And then the vote, the listeners vote each week about who's going to win. And it goes and continues up until the championship match. Um, so they do that for the singles and then they have the, the teams episode. So they have a uh, bunch of, teams so for example the gremlins the critters the nice predators, oh you said uh, gremlins. Always... scott's now fucking down i'm, I'm hard <laughs> it's the only no, movie but, he yeah, likes. it's really cool oh come on scott <laughs> i i like gremlins gremlins is a good movie um gremlins. but no they they are they, they're, they're a really cool show um i really really enjoy it they are not safe for work uh they're very much like our show they, they say naughty sh- words. <laughs> naughty yeah, words. They, they do. They do. Um, they get. They get dirty, uh, which I like. So, <laughs> but no, give them a go. Padded Room podcast. They can be found on the uh, basically anywhere, um, just under the Padded Room podcast. Awesome. Yeah, I've listened to a few of their shows, and yeah, they are very entertaining, and they are great hosts. The woman on there is fabulous. What's her name again? Um, Monica, Meg? Miss Monica. Miss Monica. Yeah, I like her. Yes, she's really yes. cool. <laughs> all right she, uh some sorry sometimes no, they, do a, uh, they do a live youtube video and she's not shy taking a shirt off so. good for her wow yeah. good for her <laughs> she does whatever she wants with her titties that's her call yeah. right <laughs> i wish you know scott takes his shirt off too in our show too and i, I keep explaining to him we're not patreon or fans only or only fans is it only fans only, only fans right <laughs> Thank you, track of all the websites you have, Scott. Um, what can I say? Smoke show's got to make money somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Luffy, what do you have for us? Hey, well, I only really listen to one horror podcast. You could be video game if you want. And it's kind of redundant. Because <laughs> I'm I on mean, it. I say, <laughs> I say, we, we do feel honored that you uh, like listen to our yeah. show. Yeah, it's pretty much just you guys. Um, no, I ain't got nothing. Sorry. That's okay. I'm glad you that you listened to the quality I just, I guess, show that is Friday Nightmares. <laughs> don't stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that means two listeners in Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, we need to, I need to cut that out of Daniel saying that, and then that's going to be our promo for our show. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to this podcast. I love it. That's amazing. All right. We're going to take a short break, but then we're going to come back and we're going to show how, uh, how dumb Scott and I am about knowing about stuff in Australia. And we're going to go through some Aussie movie mate and see what these gentlemen have to say. So after these messages, we'll be right back. 
This is Bo from legionpodcasts.com. Hey, it's been a crazy time, and when the world gets nuts, we're happy to offer some old-fashioned podcast entertainment. But for some folks, getting a laugh out of a show isn't really helping these days. People who depend on tips in their bartending jobs or have been put on furlough with no pay till the worst of this coronavirus threat has passed. That's a tough spot. That's why we set up a GoFundMe for members of our community, a sort of grand-scale take-a-penny-leave-a-penny. For people like myself, for whom the recent disruptions haven't kicked us out of work, well, we can drop a few of those extra pennies in the GoFundMe jar. For those who are directly affected by recent events and find themselves looking for money to pay the electric bill or keep the water on, well, how about you give me a shout at bo, B-O, at legionpodcasts.com. Let me know the situation and what you need, and we'll do our best to make life a little easier. And you can find links to the GoFundMe on the front page of legionpodcasts.com, on our Facebook group page, or on Twitter at Legion Podcasts, where it's the pinned tweet. For those of you who are able, thanks in advance for chipping in. And members of our community who need a hand, hey, here we are. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and we're all going to get through this together. Legion isn't just a name, it's who we are. Thanks for listening to all the shows here on Legion Podcasts, and we'll talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Friday Nightmares with our two very smoking hot Australian guests. Um, it's funny, the first interaction I ever had with someone from Australia was I used to work at the YMCA, and this dude came in, and he had an accent, and like a stupid fucking Canadian, I'm like, are you from England? And he's like, no, I don't know why you thought that. Um, I'm from Australia. And I said, why are you here? And he was like, because I wanted to come to Canada to see the snow. And I was like, but why? Why would you leave Australia? And he's like, why do you come to Australia? I'm like, valid point. So you always are fascinated by somewhere that's not near you. And I feel like with Australia, um, besides us all being part of the British Empire at one time, we have that in common from Canada and not those stupid traders from the United States. Yeah, I'll say we ran away. Ha Fucking United <laughs> States. Um, I thought I'd pull up some 10 facts about Australia that are cool and then 12 stereotypes that every Australian hates because I want to see Tim's head explode um, and Daniel laugh. So the first one, I don't know if you guys are aware that the Australian Alps get more snow than the Swiss Alps. I didn't know this. I didn't know we had Australian Alps. <laughs> Well, Australia's really big, right? You guys have four different time zones. Is that just the snowies? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's what it says. I'm mm. just... Look, guys, I'm going by travel. you ever been skiing, Tim? Uh, yeah, I sucked at it. Yeah, I did once. I fucking hated it for school. <laughs> fucking shit. You know what, Daniel? Skiing you look like you would off. be a snowboarder. You totally look like with that Maybe. hair that you would be a snowboarder out on the Alps being like, hey, girls. It's so true. You do have that snowboarder look. <laughs> like, doesn't he? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, like some '80s rom-com as the state a little bit. As a yeah, he, he's in Hot Dog the movie. Yeah, that's right. Well, I pretty much just went up and then I pizzaed the whole way down and then that was it. <laughs> you pizzaed instead chocolate. of French fried? <laughs> no, I pizzaed. You're gonna have a bad complete time. pizza. <laughs> you <laughs> pizzaed instead of French fry, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> South Park, so good. Love it. Um, ninety percent of Australians live on the coast. So, Tim, how's the sharks outside your window? Is that why you like Jaws so much? Yeah, there's one <laughs> staring at me right now. <laughs> but so, yeah, okay, do, do you know? Sorry, do you know why 90% of the Australians live on the coast? No. Because no one goes to the fucking outback. 
<laughs> we'll get, we'll get into that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, because our country doesn't have the foresight uh, to put infrastructure anywhere near the desert so we could spread out more <laughs> and actually have cheaper places to live. Um, so our rent wasn't so fucking high. <laughs> I don't know. Real talk I here, folks. Know. Real talk. This is ooh, this is exciting. They're getting all mad. I love it. Um, Tasmania has the cleanest air in the world. Come to Tasmania. Come to Tasmania. It's good you um, can breathe real nice, or you fucky cousin. <laughs> They're all inbred down there. We don't. We don't. We don't associate with those people. Also, there's a giant fucking hole in the ozone down there, and you just get fucking. Burn. And I don't oh. fucking burn. <laughs> and I got wow. so burnt when I went to Tasmania. Fuck Tasmania. Wow. Fuck Tasmania. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, who listens from Tasmania? From the sounds of it, nobody. <laughs> I don't even know. Where they I are. mean, they have extra okay. ears and shit, so they might be able to listen better. But... <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is amazing. All right. The Great Barrier Reef is the largest ecosystem in the world. You I guys know that? It's I think I think getting destroyed that. by uh, fucking oil companies and crown thorns and shit. <laughs> Tell you, us how you really have, feel, Daniel. I love this. Have you been, Tim? Uh, no. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> beautiful, man. I, I don't no, like like legit. House. Yeah, it's too many dangerous animals here. If I step I've been snorkeling and shit there. <laughs> like he can't leave. There's a shark staring at him right now. He can't leave the house. <laughs> He's got a land shark knocking on his door. <laughs> All the poisonous snakes have gathered around Tim's house yeah. outside. And they're just slithering. Drop, drop, drop bears everywhere. Yeah, drop bears. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, we'll have to talk about that later because I, I definitely want to bring that up because that is hilarious. Drop bears for us. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about, so I can't wait to be educated. Oh, oh, it's something fun. We'll definitely have to talk about it. I like fun things. Um, Australia has over 60 separate wine regions. Why the fuck am I not there? Right? Gentlemen. Very true. How have you been holding this out on me? I thought we were friends. I don't drink. Uh, yeah, and I don't drink wine. So, <laughs> Are you, did you just drink Fosters? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I wasn't even gonna go there. Beefies. <laughs> Beefies. What is beefy? Is that a beer? A, a sheaf stout. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Stout is a beer, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It was this disgusting beer. This is Heather's drink, first year like, drinking, as a joke. So. <laughs> first year everything. It's been a big year for me. <laughs> uh, Fraser Island is the largest sand island in the world. You guys know where this is? I've, I've never been there, so I couldn't really say much about it. Do you ever leave your house, there, Tim? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'll uh, go 10 minutes to work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> see? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Indian Pacific train has the longest straight track of train in the world. So I'm assuming this is the train that runs between Sydney and Perth. Is that correct? Yeah. Have you guys ever been on the train? Yeah. According We're, to we've been on Travel train. Nation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, where do you guys live? You live near Sydney, don't you? Uh, I do. Okay. I live about an hour outside of Sydney. Yeah. Okay. So give or take, that's, you know, this, this, is a, this is a simple North American audience, guys. We need to be really simplify, okay? It's all Sydney. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Australia, Australia is just right? Sydney and Melbourne. Like, yeah. for, they just found out there's a train that's super long, and I was like, whoa, fucking hold up. <laughs> Honestly, okay, if I wanted to go to Perth, I'm not going to catch a train. Fuck you would that. fly, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In saying that, I'm not going to go to Perth. I don't think Perth. anyone would want to go to Perth. 
<laughs> the only times people ever go to Perth is for work. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That's it. Yeah, or if you fucking work in the mines or something. Is it there's nothing wrong with Perth. It's just there's nothing over there. It's just it's nothing yeah. there. Yeah, it's like I've never heard anyone say, "Hey, I'm going on holiday. I'm going to go to Perth." Yeah, holiday. let's go to Perth. Why? Yeah, so it's, so it kind of sounds like Heather would like when you come to visit me. There's like nothing out here, so we got to oh, yeah. drive an hour to something fun. That's true. So we get this thing called like fucking holidays. So we get like four <laughs> weeks a year. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, what what is what is time off? Uh, like American uh, holiday is we we're going, <laughs> Oh, Merry Christmas, you get a day off. <laughs> oh, happy Easter, you get a day off. Yeah, oh no, we, holiday, we get, yeah, you're working. Oh, every other holiday you're working. Legally work has to give us if we're full time, four weeks paid vacation a year. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm I'm just this year getting two weeks paid vacation. And I've been working with the company for three years. Wow. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, and most you companies in the U.S. don't even give paid vacations. It's fucked up. What? Yeah, you, you, know, but you guys like, are just a role model. You know, it's the greatest country in the world. Oh, Amer- make America great again. Trump 2020, baby. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Shoot me now. Shoot me. And there's lots of guns, so there's an option for that. You're right. I was going to say, um, I'll be shot by tomorrow probably. Probably, right? Uh the Great Ocean Road is the world's largest more war memorial. Have you guys been to the Great Ocean Road? I've been on the Great Ocean Road. Tim, you haven't, know. have you? You don't look at house. Maybe. I don't know. I don't look at the street sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fucking... It's a giant fucking highway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 80% of the animals are unique to Australia. So are the hot men. But uh, you guys know that? I agree with that. Because <laughs> I don't think, well, we have kangaroos here and Sus and shit and koalas, but there's probably stuff you guys have that would never survive in our ecosystem. Yeah, like drop bears. Drop bears. <laughs> <laughs> the drop bears. We'll tell you here shortly when we get to oh. something you to watch out for. Okay. Um, I heard kangaroos are like, like rodents there, like they're a nuisance. They are. Uh, it depends where you live. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> kangaroos aren't just hopping along the street where we are. <laughs> they are like in the bush areas and they do, uh, farmers and stuff do shoot them because they do ruin livestock, oh, not livestock, like uh, crops and mm. and fences and stuff like that. So farmers do shoot them um, just because they are a pest. I, I got a question too, because I know like it's because they're kind of like uh, deer to us. Yeah. yeah, just very plentiful. Yeah. Do you guys have like a kangaroo hunting season like we have deer hunting season? Not really uh, a season, we no. We um, don't really, like, hunting's not a massive thing here, unless you're, yeah. like, country. Yeah, like, I didn't think which, it probably would be. I, like, it's totally, it seems like it's totally a North American thing. Yeah, you don't really have a season. You just fucking shoot at shit whenever you want. Oh, okay, yeah, here we have, like, because I think uh, deer hunting or bow hunting season started uh, yesterday here. And then I think come November is when it actually becomes like regular deer hunting season where you can have like guns and stuff. Yeah. Well, hunt. you guys have people hunting season all year round. At, yeah, I was going to say, that's just, that's, that, we don't, we don't even celebrate that because it just happens. It's just part it's of, just, it's, it's a way just of life. It's schools. It's just their schools. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Not this year though. Hey, I can say this year school shootings have been down. 
they have been. That's true. Good point. Is it point. someone gets shot school. at home? <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god! So, so dark In and zoom so purely true. Zoom shootings. Oh my god! We're all year in the world for the hell. That's <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. Now I don't know if I can say this this town properly. Two point five kilometers. I like how we use kilometers, not fucking miles. It's miles, people. <sighs> um, <laughs> Way easier to work out. Your, your law. Uluru? Pronounced- Uluru? Oh, are you trying to say Uluru? Is, is, yeah, I don't know how to say it. Is underground? Is this a city? No, nah, bro. Scroll down Uluru. a bit. Scroll Uluru down. is a big fucking rock. Sorry. Oh. That one. Oh, is this an outback? <laughs> <laughs> this is where, in the movie, out, Outback. That's, where, that's where they were going to. Oh. So, Uluru really is the indigenous name <laughs> for, for that rock. I like how you used indigenous. Congratulations, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> I really wish uh, Americans <laughs> would start using that because it sounds well, so much better than... Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be Native American in, in the States, isn't it? It's supposed to, but I just don't like the sound of that. Indigenous sounds so much better. It does. Cause... It's kind of a catch-all for um, any First Nation people, really. Yeah. It really is. All right, 12 stereotypes that every Australian hates. All right, let's get to this fun shit. So this is on culturaltrip.ca, deadly animals. So basically (laughs) that you're going to die in Australia. Do you guys hate this? Mm. Um, Okay, I don't hate it, but it's... It's true. Like, there are deadly animals here. Yeah, but it's not like you go outside your door and, hey, boom, there's a a dingo looking at you. Yeah, but, like, you also (laughs) fucking know... Like, oh, there's a redback. Don't go near it. Or that's yeah. a funnel web hole. Yeah. Or like just, you know, if, if you okay, live somewhere where the... that stuff is, check for snakes and check for shit like that. When was the last time you saw a funnel web spider? Funnel web? Oh, not since I was a kid. Exactly. Yeah. And I was not... going to say, uh, one, I know one spider that's in Australia. I'm not sure if it's poisonous or not, but it's the huntsman. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Them. Are they yeah, just kind of like... Just a nuisance more than uh, dangerous. Yeah, they won't even bite you. They just they they probably cause. What was the um? It was like a weird statistic where they like cause so many accidents a year, and that's how they kill people. <laughs> yeah, because they they get in everywhere, and then and you'll just find them sitting on your lap. There was a time when you and me were driving. I was driving because you, I don't know, are lazy, and um, we were driving along the highway just talking, and I felt something on my lap. Do you remember this? I think so. And you, you and I, fucking pulled over, right? I was it down, Daniel's hand? A huntsman. No, I, I'd be alright with that. <laughs> you can go skiing whenever you want. No, but I, I, I put my hand down. There's a there's a huntsman spider on my lap. So I smashed the car like into the the turn bay and got out. There's two big bearded guys outside a car just running around the car trying to get the <laughs> huntsman off. I'll say, how big yeah. was it? Because I know huntsmen can get pretty freaking big. This one was tiny. Oh, okay. They can get like that big. Yeah, they can get freaking no, huge. The size of a dinner plate. Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen pictures of them. I'm going, like holy hell. Though. Like an American dinner plate or the rest of the world dinner plate? American dinner plates like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the size of a football stadium because <laughs> they also measure things in football stadiums. <laughs> so true. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I like Huntsman. It means that like there's less flies and shit, personally. Yeah, flies. That's kind of okay. like us with our uh, wolf Fly, Flies are the fucking worst bug here. Yeah, flies are annoying. And mosquitoes, I bet. Do you guys have mosquitoes? Probably. Yeah. 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 That's, that's one thing about yeah. Outback. 
when I was watching it, I'm like, where are the fucking flies? They would be covered yeah. in flies. That's true. I will say, anyway. okay, everyone always says Australia, like snakes and crocodiles and stuff. There is an animal that is so much worse than all of those put together. It's called a magpie. And it's <laughs> a bird. It's <laughs> I remember you going deadly. off on a rant about this. <laughs> fucking sweepy boys. So magpies are birds and in spring, they um, obviously they, they nest and everything. And if you come near where their nest is, they will swoop you and they will chase you down the road and continue to swoop at you and like hit your neck and it hurts. And yeah. the worst part is you look like you look like a dickhead running down the road <laughs> screaming <laughs> trying to get away from this fucking bird. Yeah, you'll be just like riding your bike along or some shit and then you It's like just, a real version of just the, be like, the birds. You'll just feel yes. like this click on your head and then you're like, fuck. And then you have to just like pedal. You know, like they're not going to stop fucking swooping at you till you leave. So you just try and get the fucking far away as you can. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a uh, Canadian geese. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. like kids will go out with like ice cream helmets and shit. Oh, wow. Ice cream helmets? Yeah. They're like the tubs of ice cream and then they'll put it like, they'll empty it out and put it on their head. Oh, that sounds really ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Speaking about this, no yeah. word of a lie. Um, I think it was Wednesday. I had a day off. I took um, I took the wife and the kids to get ice cream, and this little van that does ice oh, cream. And I got the ice cream, and a bunch of seagulls attacked me trying to get my ice cream. Holy crap, <laughs> fuckers! So, so I punched one. Did you? Really? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> That's amazing. And they, and they kept coming. It's scary. It's honestly like <laughs> the birds, the movie, dude. <laughs> When I was in Canada, I was at, um, I don't know, some markets or some shit down there. Your fucking seagulls are huge. Yeah, they are. They eat well and in Canada. I had Socialist whole, seagulls. I had this whole <laughs> fucking slice of pizza, man. And I was so excited. And it just took the whole cunt. Yeah, it did. And I, I was so sad. Yeah. Yeah, they're assholes. That so and Canadian sad. geese. And we'll get into Canadian geese later, but they're motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, I was told yeah. to like... You don't fuck with Canadian geese. geese. Like, they'll be like, like come at me, bro. <laughs> Even the American seagulls are like freaking just like a nuisance. Like uh, when I went up north to the upper peninsula of Michigan, they're everywhere, like especially like in touristy areas. And if there is a restaurant, oh, those fuckers are just swooping down, just like trying to grab everybody's food. And they're all freaking huge, too. And they're just shitting down everything as they're flying around. It's oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I'm really yeah, glad you're on this rant about too. animals. I feel like it, you proved our point. Type. <laughs> 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 There's annoying animals in Australia. Maybe not deadly, but they're mm. annoying. Yeah, yeah you, you got to be pretty stupid to to get bit. Or like there, there's so much warning stuff up. Challenge even, accepted. Even for tourists and stuff. <laughs> Just well, avoid he, the drop bears. And the yeah. and the magpies. 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 Well, actually, and since we are on the deadly animals, I guess we could kind of talk about the uh, drop bears for Heather. We can wait. (laughs) We can wait. I can wait for drop bears. Unless you guys really want to. I'm assuming they're in a movie. That's why we're going to talk about them. No, they're not in a movie. No, this is like just uh, something that. Real thing. Oh, okay. I'll say. Fucking ruin it, Scott. This is uh, something that they tell tourists. Like, they're supposed to be very vicious koala bears. We warn tourists about. Yep. It's not real. You know what? I totally would buy that and be like, oh my god, there's drop bears everywhere. Like and the I, images that are shared online look so freaking hey, frightening. <laughs> but just, they're like, you walk around and you look up and they're like, what are you doing? And it's like, I'm just checking for drop bears. 
<laughs> you shouldn't have told us that. You should have waited till we came and then convinced me that there were drop bears. I know. No, I'm pretty gullible. We liked... probably. I was like, because I knew about it for a couple years now. I should have kept it quiet for when we do go visit just to mess with you. <laughs> right? And I would totally fucking buy into it the entire time. I'd be talking to other Australians like, how do you handle all these drop bears everywhere? They'd be like, uh, oh, dude, ev- he's dumb. <laughs> everyone, it's so good because like everyone's in on it. Everyone will roll with it. Everyone knows what it is. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Internet, for spoiling me on that and ruining the- ruin it if I ever come over. No, it's okay. Don't worry. We'll trick you about something else, Scott. Don't worry. That's, that's pretty true. Simple. I am American and gullible. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So Vegemite for breakfast, lunch, and tea. Do you come from a land down under? So is this true? <laughs> no. You guys eat Vegemite all the time? <laughs> Do you eat Vegemite at all, Tim? Uh, oh, man. I couldn't tell you the last time I ate Vegemite. My kids really? eat it um, pretty much every morning, but uh, not. It's, I n- never have it for tea. And Never have it for lunch. Do you no, have tea? Do you have tea time every day? Uh, no, like dinner time. Is that the same thing? I just assume you guys have tea time at like three o'clock in the afternoon. No, that's more of a British thing, isn't it? Yeah, you I guys the same so. thing though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we look eating. after our teeth. You look after your teeth. You guys were the island of criminals that got all shipped there, and you were like, "Yeah, great. I don't want to be near you guys fucking anyway. This is way better than Britain." <laughs> <laughs> all right riding kangaroos someone actually thinks kangaroos. you guys ride kangaroos i i don't has anyone actually ever ridden a kangaroo yeah, you ride like, is it cool. actually is it actually possible i don't they don't look like you could i, ride. I think you could i don't know the fucking the big reds yeah, like i've uh, seen some massive male ones that maybe but they'd, they'd probably kill you before they'd let you ride them oh yeah they'd kill you they <laughs> they will fuck you up yeah, they yeah, get up I'd, on their I'd fucking rather, tail and they'll fucking kick you to death. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. come face to face with a shark than a yeah. kangaroo. Yeah, yeah I think kangaroos like, are scarier, to be honest with you. I've sure. seen, a, like, I swear, I seen it was almost like an image out of a horror movie, but it was like on a YouTube video, but it was someone's house and it was this fucking beefy male kangaroo standing outside his glass door and, like, he's seeing his reflection and he's just jumping right into the reflection and, like, smashing into it and he's scraping the glass with the claws and going, yeah. Dear God, this thing looks like freaking monster from a horror film. It doesn't yeah. look like a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, was they that, can get big. Was there a video where it was like one of the big reds was like attacking somebody's dog and the dude went and punched it? Yeah, I oh love that video. The dude straight up just punched <laughs> it and the kangaroo's just like, huh? What the hell? Sorry, right, finally. So <laughs> fucking brave, man. I would fucking do that. I'd be like, sorry. Australia's, Australia's known for punching animals. I mean, there was that surfer that punched a great white shark. <laughs> uh, yep, I heard oh, about yeah. that. Well, you yeah. punched a seagull. Like this is a this is a this is a theme. Yeah, but the seagull took my ice cream. He yeah, but I'm just it. saying, you 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 guys don't fuck around. You sea words <laughs> don't fuck yeah. around for our North American audience. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's oh, okay. You guys. you guys can say it. We just okay. We don't want to lose our listeners because we say okay, cool. it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You guys are just violent. You don't need guns. Yeah. You just, yeah, we'll just go around punching everybody. <laughs> just punch things because you're all convicts. Because apparently that's another stereotype that you guys hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we already yeah, talked about that, that. But you guys also have a lot of migrants from Europe and Asia. That is true. Right? Yeah, that's why I get dirty mud bloods like me. Dirty mud, <laughs> a muggle. He's a muggle over here. <laughs> Australia is one big desert. Most of it is. <laughs> I have never, ever been to the Australian desert. 
and I've lived here my whole life. I've never left Australia. I've I never don't, been I'm convinced Australia. you don't leave your house, though, Tim. Like, I, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've gone many places. You just go to get ice cream and punch seagulls and come home. <laughs> That's me on a daily basis, yeah. I've been to pretty rural Queensland. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, up um, kind of inwards a bit more. So, it gets pretty deserty out there. Not the proper desert, but I've been fucking outbush and shit like have you been to where the outback film is um i've been to places that look pretty fucking similar okay but, um, but not quite the desert okay not Uluru. nah never i've been to nt oh okay okay so next one i'm not going to say this right so i'm going to get one of you guys to say it. is Uncouth. it un- Uncouth. Uncouth? Uncouth. 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 Yep. so what is this i don't even know what this is what does this mean mm. One of the like means. Rude. Kind of, oh, rude. Oh, that's true. That's why we fucking swear. But that's 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 horror talk for rough. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tim doesn't think of himself like that. Doesn't uh, he? Oh, okay. I, I I hate the the Australian image of of, the, and this is one of the reasons why I don't like Australian horror movies or Australian movies because we're always looked at as like uh, bogans, which is like rednecks to you guys. Yeah, yeah too bloody mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Bogans, I don't know. I, like I, I don't think you're a redneck. You don't leave your house enough to be a redneck. <laughs> like the people from Tasmania, though, they sound like rednecks. They are. They are beyond rednecks. Yeah, they sound like Alabamans. They sound. They sound like real people from the hills have eyes and wrong turn. Yeah, right. That's yeah. What they sound like that's what they look like too. <laughs> I can and, come uh, at us, Hobart. You guys can't see our article here, but if you go to our show notes, you can see surfers. And we actually see either, I think it's Daniel surfing in this picture here. <laughs> Apparently another... Uh, oh, there's Tim Spoon game. punching a shark. Yeah, there's yep. Tim punching the shark. Um, that shark. You took my screen. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently people think you guys all surf, which is, I guess, fair because you live near the ocean. Uh, I used to but I look boy. like someone that looks like he wants to surf. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like someone that even, like, Goes outside. <laughs> He's That's like, right. did you ever go to the beach much? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I um, spearfish a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always at the beach. You tell me you didn't have one of those like hella cheap ass boogie boards with the fucking strap and shit. Maybe as a kid. I've never been. Yeah, really there you go. I like, I like looking at the marine life. That's not and surfing. The on the it's beach. just like fucking boogie boarding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Oh, do you guys call it something different? Or is it no, same? boogie boarding's right. Yep, yeah. boogie boarding, okay. then surfboarding. Yep, there's... And we got knee yeah. boarding as well. You can't surf in Michigan because the lakes just sludge. <laughs> hey, no, nah, that's not true. We got some of the greatest lakes out here. So beaches. You sure you do. Beaches are lake. fun. You just got to follow the, follow the rules if you, don't know it's, if you don't know them very well. That's fair. Because there's lots of, lots of rips and stuff. So it's rips. like, yeah, do you guys know what they are? Yeah, I, I just thought of the other term of rips, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel liked that. He's laughing. <laughs> so uh, you've surfed before, Daniel? Have no. you ever run into a shark? Have you ever Never okay, surfed. have you guys ever been swimming and run into a shark or jellyfish? Uh sharks, no. Jellyfish, yeah. Yeah, Heather got stung by one before. I sure did. You see him on the <laughs> you see him on the beach more than anything. The dead ones, right? I guess they're not suntanning, right? In <laughs> but it's but you, you still got to be careful with like blue bottles and stuff when they're on the beach. Yep, I am. I am like a little baby. I have. I've only been to the ocean when I was like five or six years old. I haven't been since. 
Yeah, it's fine. It's wet, sandy. Yeah, it's wet. You like things that are wet. What was that, Tim? Oh, I've come across a few sharks. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, because I like to go spearfishing. Nothing like, Mm. I think the most dangerous one I've come across is a blue shark, and it was fine. It looked at me and kept swimming. Didn't um, awesome you guys see a wobbegong as well? Sorry, what was that? Did you guys see a wobbegong as well? Yes, yes, but they're yeah. uh, unless unless you really go and mess with them, unless you stick nah, they're chill. like a finger. Yeah, don't stick your finger up their ass, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Scott, did you hear that? Damn it! All right, <laughs> you guys have to remind me when we come and visit because I may forget that and try to stick my finger up its ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be like you like it. <laughs> Oh, it's pissed off now. (laughs) (laughs) When you saw the shark, Tim, did you just go, look, Jaws is my favorite movie. And they were like, fucking cool, dude. I didn't realize that you were like that. I'll admit, like the first time I saw like the blue shark, I shit myself. Um, (laughs) I would do. I didn't realize I was too far away from from shore. So I just stayed calm, kept kept my eye on it, kept my spear near, near it, and it just left me alone. Yeah, probably would. Sharks, well, we did a shark episode. They're actually not. Yeah, it don't look like a sail. Yeah, don't look like a sail. Just flapping around in the water. <laughs> My dream of Jaws is coming true. Um, <laughs> shrimp on the Bobby is the other one because of Crocodile Dundee. I feel like you guys hate that. I feel uh, like y'all hate Crocodile we, Dundee. We, we do not call them shrimp here. They're oh, called no. prawns. Call them prawns. Prawns. Stop saying the C word. Well, you guys say it all the time. Say the C word. You're Australian. Why would I be any different? Look, you're also racist, according to this. So uh, only yeah, against brown guys. <laughs> so I'm not you guys lie. are. We we are. Yeah, I thought you definitely. said you weren't a racist. You've gone on on no, all not, your not, episodes. Oh no, I not, like not we're Australian. personally not. <laughs> but, but as, as a country, and... yeah, I was yeah. Like you saw, we'll talk about it later in the movie Two Heads Creek. You heard a lot of what those characters were saying, and that is kind of true. Um, a lot of a lot of the um, the rural areas, uh, people do speak like that. Yep. Which makes, and I know you guys aren't racist, obviously. Just so we're clear to all our listeners, we do not think Orpher Tummies is racist. But I like how the state here is comfortably racist. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, it's it's like. No, it, it that's a good description because it's not crazily overt. It it's just like it's really subtle. Interesting. Well, you know what? It's just as here in North America. Yeah. Like don't like the United States has it, but so does Canada. Like I love when Canadians are like, Oh, we don't have that problem. Like, yeah, we do motherfucker. We got KKK hanging out. Like we, we have those problems. Well, here and, too, and, right? you get, uh, and like the indigenous population gets treated poorly up there. Oh, beyond beyond poorly. Right. It's, we're it's, so it's nice easy. to ours too yeah you guys are great over there too <laughs> we're all just doing a great job bang up yeah, all even around Amer- white people across the world yep even us treats them well <sighs> oh no. yeah for sure for sure foster's beer you know how much tim <laughs> loves that apparently i didn't really know about foster's beer until recently really yep. like Sad. the like, most popular beer no oh yeah, like, okay yeah. luffy doesn't drink so i'll take this one um <clears throat> I don't know a single pub or place of drinking waterhole, whatever you want to call it, that serves Foster's beer here in Australia. Nowhere. No <laughs> Nowhere. one likes it. It tastes like piss. I don't, I don't know where that came from. Um, I don't know a single Australian that likes Foster's. 
Yeah, I was so going to say, this is like... Tell when there's a tourist, right? They order Foster's beer. Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. like, there's beers for each state kind yeah. of thing here. Like, really? Victorians drink VB. We tend to drink like Tui's or, or stuff like that. I reckon. We reckon Tui's is for us. Yeah? Yeah. And then Queensland drinks fucking 4X. 4X, yeah. Which also tastes like this. Yeah, it's just fucking gross. So yeah, American beer. Yeah, I say of like Foster's is pretty much like the Budweiser's here, mm. and uh, really, but, uh, okay. yeah, Budweiser is just watered down cat piss. <laughs> okay, it's just terrible. That's why like, that's why like the craft beers have become very popular in the U.S. because they're actually good. Yeah, actually <laughs> have flavors, and uh, but no, I do remember ever since I was a little kid, Heather, like they would. Uh, constantly there'd be commercials for foster's beer and it would always be like some weird commercial where it's like how to speak australian and it would have just like some weird term and then it each commercial was just so dumb and just made australia look dumb it was ridiculous <laughs> That's and interesting then it got mocked in uh the movie basketball you know the guys trey parker oh, and yeah. matt stone yeah, yeah. And instead of uh, uh, Australian, it was like, how to speak San Franciscan, Bojoina, and shows the guy's ass. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, always hot, which I totally buy into. They have beer just hot. like us. It was fucking hot today. Yeah. Bullshit. What was, the, uh, what was the heat? Today was almost 30 degrees. See, like, I love that you talk Celsius. like that. What's that in Fahrenheit? No one cares. It <clears throat> it's like, like I think it's like 75. I don't know how to do the math sometimes. Actually, no, I think 30 might be 90. Let me double go. check. It's ridiculous. So <laughs> we, we are now in spring at the moment. Um, so it's starting to get warmer. Summer yeah, 86 for us degrees. Is, okay, fuck. Um, summer for us is usually bullshit and I fucking hate it being a I reckon guy. we're going to get hit like fucking 40s most days. Definitely. Definitely. It's going to be this, so fucking dry this summer. This spring, spring has just started like, uh, when was it? Started this, start of September. And um, it's already really bad. So summer's going to gonna be, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. He's going to have to put all this fucking suntan and shit on his head. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, because yeah, you guys. I don't know if you can like notice that. that you can see my, my hat tan right there. I can I see your hat tan. Hat. Sorry, I was yeah. trying to look yeah, at your <laughs> hey don't i feel you tip i feel you it's so reflective <laughs> here let's blind them both tim uh, yeah uh, <laughs> like your superpowers me. like you blind people with your ball spots oh my god um but yeah i was gonna say too like uh you guys have pretty good winters too though with snow and everything from what i remember yeah <laughs> yeah, so it's not just hot desert all the time like it's stereotypical like everybody here thinks. Our winters don't get that cold, man. I don't reckon. Not compared to other places. Yeah, nothing like Canada or anything like that. No. Nah. But that's like the stereotypical look, Canada thing too. <laughs> I was over there in like the spring and it was like our winter for sure. Like well, wow. you went to Vancouver though. Yeah. Yeah, the climate's going to be different in Vancouver. Yeah, it snows uh, well, there, it's just it's a yeah, it snows, but it also gets hotter and it has a rainforest there and stuff too, right? Mm. It's a different climate based for where it's located. Um, I'm all like me 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 me. Sorry, we'll wait, <laughs> no. we'll, wait, we'll wait till the out of the dark segment when we get to hear uh, our stereotypes. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know what yours are, Scott. Yeah, well, I might and tanned is one of the other ones that Scott is, and as well as Australians. Uh, oh. If you think every Australian looks like a home and away extra, then you're mistaken. What a stupid comment. <laughs> like, nah, everyone thinks they look like pictures of me. Look at pictures <laughs> of me and Luffy. Oh, I know. You guys are hot. I don't know. I, I mean, I got a boner just no, looking at you guys right now. No tan. <laughs> No tan. Well, definitely Tim has no tan. He doesn't leave the house. Only to fight seagulls and, yep. <laughs> and they occasionally go fishing. Um, but yeah, anyway, those are some seagulls. stereotypes. So now that we're, we've covered all those excellent stereotypes, let's see how they've been put into film. So Scotty will lead us off with the first film. So I'll get down to it, Scotty. Sorry. All right, I get down to it. Yeah, I can't, I can't you have use it on my your phone. I was going to, but uh, the sun is reflecting off the screen and making Dexter go crazy. So I oh, got to stay with you. You're him. so annoying. I know, right? Okay. Fuck. Oh, it's always something with you, Scotty. It's always difficult. Got to right. deal with it. Jeez. Oh, I know, right? God, you guys see what I have to work with? Oh, it's terrible. Tough shit. Heard. All right. Take us away, Scotty. All right. So the first movie we are going to jump into that is featuring Australian horror is Blackwater from 2007. Blackwater is an Australian horror film written and directed by Andrew Trockey and David Nerlick. The film and international co-production of Australia and the United Kingdom is set in the mangrove swamps of Northern Australia and stars Diana Glenn, Maeve Dermati, and Andy Roderarda. Inspired by a true story of crocodile attack in Australia's Northern Territory in December of 2003. While on vacation in Northern Australia, Gracie, her husband Adam, and her younger sister Lee decide to take the Blackwater Berry Tour in the swamp for fishing. Their guide Jim uses a small motorboat and takes the tourists along the river to a remote spot. When they stop, they are attacked by a huge crocodile that capsizes their boat. The survivors climb a tree, when, and when they realize they, that help would not come to rescue them, they decide to try and find a way out of their sheltered location. However, in the muddied water, their boat is flipped and the crocodile is stalking them, hiding amongst the brush. Um, actually, it's called a dinghy. That's oh. that like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Here we go already. Here we go. <laughs> so is this a thing with other Australians? Like, I feel like this is, they're already Australian. And mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to go on holiday. And we're going to go look for crocodiles. Like, is that even a thing that Australians do? Yeah, some Australians. Not really? Tim. Not Tim. <laughs> Not Poor Tim. Tim. We just keep making fun of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when I never got with this film, I, like, first of all, it's okay. You know, I thought it was all right. Yeah. But I found it really, like, kind of dragged its heels. And I don't believe that a crocodile would stalk people for that long. Nah. Unless what it's is. territorial, right? Like, is that mm-hmm. the only case that it would be doing that? As I said before with sharks, how how they leave you alone. As the same with crocodiles. They're not like in this movie. There's a lot in this movie that doesn't make sense and is not realistic. Um, For I'm sure. not the biggest fan of this movie. Um, so, yeah, take it with a grain of salt that this is all fabricated for a movie. Um, a lot of what the crocodile does is not realistic. Yeah, cause... So give us some examples, Tim. Okay, for example, okay, one of the reasons that annoyed the, this movie annoyed me is... Are we doing spoilers? Sorry. Oh, yeah. By yeah, the way, spoilers for all these movies. spoiling these movies in case you didn't know from listening to our other podcasts. Okay. So the girl, there was a girl who was attacked twice by the large salt, saltwater crocodile. And this is a big saltwater crocodile. She would and not have been able to get away from that. 
she okay she she's attacked around the midsection yet yep. she only has two puncture wounds and she can swim and walk perfectly fine yet her sister who was also attacked and bitten on the leg dies of blood loss yep. now i'm not i'm not yeah. steve Irwin, and not every australian is a crocodile hunter and knows everything about crocodiles just but half of us from what from what <laughs> i'm led to believe once a crocodile grabs you it pulls you into a death roll, which would rip off your limbs and possibly drown you. Now, I've also searched up the fact that the bite force of a saltwater crocodile is 16,460 newtons. Humans chewing a steak is roughly around 890 newtons. Yeah. Hyenas, lions, and tigers generate 4,450 newtons. So... <laughs> To show how much the bite force that the crocodile has, apparently it's second only to the T Rex. Yeah, so because like, crocodiles fact, are pretty much dinosaurs. Exactly. So the fact the T Rex is a fictional because they were made up by Jesus or something. <laughs> so the fact that this this woman gets bitten around the midsection yet only has two puncture marks and is perfectly yeah. capable to walk and and cry and call out is completely unbelievable and nothing that a crocodile would actually do. Well, she would go into shock, right? Like she would have gone into shock and plus she's in dirty water. Like, look, I'm I'm sorry. Her spine would have been snapped because the salt water would have put her into death roll. Yeah. And she'd be dead from... If if you don't know what a death roll is, basically how a crocodile is going to attack you is they're going to clamp on you like a vice and then they're just going to fucking spin... And what that'll do is break bones and hopefully tear a chunk off you. Um, and I believe which, also which will wound you, too. you enough. Yeah, which which will wound you enough so they can like eventually just come back for you later. That's usually what I do with dudes at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Scott. You're gonna say something. Uh, but no, I was gonna say, uh, like, did they even show it doing a death roll at all in this one? Because no. I don't think it no. did. No. No, like I, because I, like, because that's what I was waiting for. Because yeah, like I, I know that because I watched a lot of nature documentaries, so I, I know crocodiles do that, and yeah. I was waiting for that. Like, yeah, they never did show that. And with the puncture wound in the midsection, that is your stomach. And one thing I know is when you get like stabbed or shot in the stomach, that is a long, drawn-out death. And with the puncture and the pressure that this thing would have put on her, yeah, she would have died faster than the woman that died from the leg bite. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't get the ear when that floated up. I'm like, if a croc bit your head, it would have just eaten your whole head. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't take off little little bits and pieces and, and shred you. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. Also, a crocodile doesn't flip your boat over. Yeah, I was gonna say, how realistic nah. is that? Uh, you can you can hit a crocodile with your boat, like because they just look like little logs in the water. Right. But all you really see is the little eyes come up, but. Um, they won't. If the, if you hit them, they're going to come back at you. They won't. They won't try and flip your boat. The most dangerous spot is like if you're in near the water, because they'll they'll run out. Yeah, yeah. And in saying this, like where we live, there's no crocodiles near us at all. They're in other states. You have to go to the, the top of Australia. Of oh, the zoo. That doesn't <laughs> cares about the zoo. And uh, look, yeah, I've never seen a croc. I've never seen a crocodile in the wild. And I don't think I have. Movie, I think. No, have I you really? Yeah, we were like um, taking a oh, what was it the Murray, the Georges, whatever the whatever the fucking river is in Queensland. We took yeah. a dinghy up there, and they were like they would um, they'd be like chilling on the on the bank, like sunbaking and shit. Oh, okay. And then they'd like scurry into the water when they heard the motor. 
Okay, yeah, that's because they're scared. Right. The one thing I did appreciate was I've been to an alligator uh, conservation area, and they alligators can swim out of the water and jump, like they can mm -hmm. do that. So that was that was accurate. I just feel like they did try to simulate that they went far away. They were going on vacation. I just don't think Australians are going to be like, you know what we should fucking do? Go fishing and look for crocs. Or like, I just don't think that that's a thing that, like, it wouldn't be like, I'd be like, you know what I'm going to do? Go moose hunting. And I'm going to go look for mm. mooses. Like, it's just not something that I would do as a Canadian. And for me to go find mooses, it, it's about a two and a half hour drive up north. And I could run into some. But like, I don't know. I just feel like this just continues to stereotype animals and shit and makes them like into these crazy stalkers and I guess unless it was territorial yeah. that's the only thing I could think of is that it was territorial yeah. and it was defending its ground but I found like in general I found the movie long and I didn't even care what happened to the characters like they weren't bad or anything but I didn't fucking give a shit yeah, like I thought they were all gonna die and then they didn't and I was like oh okay and what <laughs> so is it with the uh Woman always being pregnant in films like this. Oh my god, always How fucking pregnant. How did her sister know she was pregnant? Because she didn't drink at the when they were at the bar. That's the only oh. way. Like that's the only thing I could assume how she knew. I'll say the bar oh. was pretty fucking accurate. The bar? Yeah, okay. yeah the bar looked pretty fucking standard for Australia. Okay. Yeah, like this um, one, like I I felt there was just like a lot of stereotypes in this. And then once again, it's one of those inspired by a true story like oh. i don't know how true this is or yeah. not just like Why our is... outback movie that we'll be talking about later yeah every single second like every second australian film is based on true events right because like... no one goes there so no one believes so no one will uh, like at least in yeah. america no one goes yeah, you there just so make up shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when this movie came out in australia did it make a theater re like theatrical release like did people go see it did they give a shit I don't I remember so. it. There was another crocodile movie that came out called Rogue that did have a theatrical release. I don't remember this one having a theatrical release, though. Not a wide <laughs> release, anyway. Yeah. I'll say, I think Rogue and this kind of came out around the same time, if I remember I correctly. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I saw Rogue at the cinemas. Uh, I don't remember... I don't even remember the first time watching this. Yeah, uh, I see you. This was my first time watching it this year, uh, and then I rewatched it for the show because I watched it, I think, back in like February or March for the first okay. time. And then, yeah, rewatching it again, I'm just like, I liked it the first time I watched it, and then rewatching it, I'm going, oh, I see so much wrong with this. And yeah, I just didn't really care for any of the characters. They, yeah. Like, it was kind of boring because, I mean, you're watching them just chill in a tree. Yeah, yeah, and, like, the acting was fine. You know what I mean? I just yeah. feel like you just didn't give a fuck. And, like, where she – I don't know. What stage does rigor mortis set in? Like, how long was she dead for <laughs> that she was able to get her – like, I don't know, down the tree and into the boat. Like, it just seems like a lot. Like, a lot of work when you're already yeah. exhausted from fighting for your life. Like, I, I mean, just... I guess at that point, like, she didn't care because, like, the threat was gone at that moment. Yeah, I guess um, so. So I guess she could have just taken her time to do it, but still, it just seemed a bit odd. Yeah, I don't know. Would you guys recommend? I thought it was fine. If you really like crocodiles, I'll, I'll, I think, I don't know if they used a real crocodile or footage or whatever, but nah. I thought the special <laughs> effects were good. Whatever they used as that croc was great. Like, I thought that was fine. Um, it wasn't cheesy. It just wasn't that entertaining. So I would say if you really like crocodile movies give it a watch but it's not one of the better ones i agree i think there are better ones i prefer rogue mm. uh it's it's it, it has problems 
with CGI and stuff like that, but I think it's more entertaining. Lake Placid is probably up there as one of my most fun crocodile films. Yeah, Lake Placid um, is just bonkers. I love, love it. Lake Placid. Yeah, the Lake Placid is awesome. One. I'm not talking about the stupid sequels. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, look, I've never really been a fan of this one. I honestly, I'm, I'm with Heather. I find it boring and drawn out. Yeah, because this could have been like maybe a 45-minute movie, like a short Definitely. Film. Because yeah. there, there's no needed needed. Because it was, a, like, if this was a real situation, yes, that sucks. But it doesn't make for an entertaining movie. Watching people stuck in a tree bickering back and forth. It's, mm. it should yeah. have been cut. Like it should have been a 45 minute short film, and you could have made it, made it a little more entertaining that way. Yeah. But I agree. It's like, it's there. It's one of those movies that I didn't. Re- I didn't feel like I wasted my time watching it but there are so many better films. Yeah. And I found them annoying. They kept complaining about being thirsty. So thirsty. So tired. <laughs> like, and I get why they did that for the realism. And then I don't understand. They got up to the tree and the dude was already like, no one's fucking coming. Like, yeah. they've been there for like 10 minutes and he's like, that's it. We got to fight the croc. We got to go in the water. <laughs> that is so true. He like, he just kind of like, like well, Why don't we just gun. wait? And he's like, fuck no. We need to, it was Tammy. He wanted to go punch the crocodile. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> at me bro uh, what do you think daniel do you recommend it i thought it was fine it wasn't anything amazing i didn't think the acting was uh bad or anything but uh like if you're looking for like cool gory kills it's not there um but it was i don't know just very okay movie you know like i wouldn't i wouldn't go out of my way to watch it but i wouldn't say avoid it like it's horrible or anything yeah agreed Fair enough. So mm. I guess we can jump into probably what I will assume is everyone's probably favorite movie of this whole entire segment tonight. And that would be The Loved Ones from 2009. It's an Australian horror film written and directed by Sean Byrne, who also directed The Devil's Candy, which I watched this year for the first time. Freaking amazing oh, movie. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> stars Xavier Samuel, Robin McLeavy, Victoria Thane, Jessica Minami, Richard Wilson, and John Brumpton. Uh, the story is, Lola Stone asked Brett Mitchell to the prom, but Brent said no, and now he's screwed. What happens when Lola doesn't get what she wants? She enlists Daddy's help to throw a prom of her own, where she is queen and Brent is king, whether he likes it or not. The loved ones is what happens when puppy love goes horribly, violently wrong. Brent should have said yes. Holy shit, this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we, I guess we just kind of go around and get everybody's thoughts on it real quick. So, uh, yeah, let's go with our guests. Uh, we'll start with Daniel. Yo, uh, I fucking love this movie. It was so good. I didn't see any of it coming. Like, it was so good. There were so many cool little fucking twists and shit. The kills were amazing. And I just, oh, I love that crazy bird so much. Lola was fucking insane. So fucking hot. Anyway, (laughs) um, fucking love crazy birds. Anyway, um, yeah, it was great. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah, because this was your first time watch, wasn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nice. I never even heard of this fucking movie before. Yeah, because I think it's yours and Heather's first time watch. And I know, I think Tim and I have seen it a couple times now. Yeah. So yeah, let's go with another first time watcher then, Heather. Oh, I thought it was horrible. (laughs) 
kidding. <laughs> I thought it was very good. I was honestly shocked on how gory it was at parts. There was a part that made me cringe. Um, the part where she drills and the drills coming towards them and i was like nah nah she's not gonna do it nah and i and i was working at the same time i was like oh my god oh my god (laughs) mickey turn away mickey mickey's my dog um and i was just it it fucked me up now i i have the only thing i have as a doubt is i doubt this kid would have survived everything he went through and been able to drive a car you know its toes were broken and yeah some other shit and that suspension of disbelief you know that's fine like i can turn that off for this movie uh but the acting was right up there solid um per- particularly for the antagonists i thought that both lola and her dad did a fucking phenomenal job so of being psychopaths and uh you know it's it's a good movie it's a gory movie it's suspenseful and it definitely doesn't hold back um no, it does not <laughs> he's crazy and like you know and and the kind of the relationship between the father and the daughter which is kind of incestuous like it's it's fucked so good yeah that, it's so like you just get that like really creepy vibe especially when you see just the dad like just kind of leering at his daughter at points and it's well just, she like, says stuff to, she has a dialogue oh, with him where she well, says you were always the one daddy you know and they almost kiss and like it's i'm like man this is like am i watching Pornhub? but like different like it was just really it was just really dark well then and also that uh scene where she's pretty much giving uh, Brent a hand job or blow job, but looking at her dad while she's doing it and stuff, it's like, okay, this is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking weird. <laughs> All so right, before crazy. we go too much farther, though, uh, Tim, how about you? <laughs> well, I think it comes as no surprise that I'm not a fan of Australian films, but this one here is probably my favorite Australian film of all time. Uh, uh-huh. I fucking... <laughs> I fucking love this film, man. Uh, I remember watching my first time watching it. I can't remember when it was, but I fell in love with it straight away. Uh, watching it again for for this show, I found so much more that I didn't pick up on on previous watches uh, that I really liked. Um, a lot with the acting, a lot of the uh, the characters' actions and stuff before the gore and the action happens, that really made this movie work for me. Um, I just think this movie's phenomenal. Um, Sean, I can never pronounce his last name. Sean Byrne? Uh, Byrne, I think is how it's pronounced. That sounds Burn. right. Um, yeah, he's, as, as, as you said before, he did The the Devil's Candy. He's a director that that I can't wait till he puts more mm. stuff out. Um, everything he touches is gold, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever he does next because... Yeah. Man, this movie, I, I watched it for the first time last year, uh, around yeah, 2010. Actually, I think it was one of my first time watches for my countdown to Halloween last year. And I didn't, like, I've, I've heard people talk about this for so long in the horror community. It's like, oh, this movie's great. This movie's great. And I was like, all right, I have no idea what it's about. I'm going to just jump right into watching it. And mm. holy crap, I was blown away. I'm just like, what the hell? These people are freaking insane. Yep. The character uh development like even like the little side stories with uh brent's friend and the goth chick mia that he takes out to the prom like just that story is just freaking awesome just watching them like it, they're barely even part of the actual what's main event that, that's going I, on sorry to cut you off that that's something it, it's it's not a dislike it's more just a, of a nitpick like i don't really understand why that storyline is a part of the film it doesn't really do anything to the film it's enjoyable, and I love those two characters, especially the goth girl. Oh, 
but um, <laughs> but it doesn't really do anything for the film, you know. Like it doesn't take the film anywhere, really. No, like I, I think it does. But you got to. I say like, it adds a little charm to such a fucked up situation. Um, yeah, but. I think the only reason that they were kind of brought into this was kind of a way to bring the uh, father of hers into it, which was the cop. Uh, yeah, I get that. But did you need the whole them in the car headbanging? And, yeah. and I'm not saying I didn't like it because I, I love those two characters and their little journey. But I don't know. I just feel we didn't need it. Here's the thing. Yeah. I think... The the Lola stuff is so intense. If you would have just hit on that the whole time, yeah, um, it would have been too much. And having it interweave these comedic lighter moments, which to be real felt pretty Australian. Like, I, I think this is like the most like accurate this Australian most, feeling movie for sure. Like, other than it being called a prom. Um, like <laughs> yeah. if you just called it a fucking formal, like totally yeah, Australian, totally cool. but we call it the same here. Yeah. I was like, I think Americans I th- are the only ones that call it prom once again. <laughs> yeah. I think you interweaving those two characters in the story and then having it come back around as a heavy emotional note that why she was doing all that stuff was because she was grieving and, um, talking about like, it, it feels like a movie about like, loss and acceptance and like things like that were all kind of like connected together. So even though it was the film's brevity, it came back and hit hard with the emotional note. We found out who she was at the end. Um, yep. But, and I was yeah, saying this also like tackles grief in a unique way too, with the way that, you know, Brent accidentally hits that, uh, almost hits that kid in the beginning and kills his father when he's learning yeah. how to drive for the first time and how it, is constantly brought back up because of, you know, the situation of that kid being one of the escapees of Lola's and just like him having to pretty much face that fear over and over again while dealing with the shit that Lola's putting him through. And mm. like, yeah, this film was just put together and edited in such a way that it just like worked perfectly. Cause yeah, I agree with Daniel. Like those uh, scenes of uh, levity were, interspersed and edited perfectly with like what was going on with Lola and Brent. And I think it just kind of, yeah, it was a way to just like, all right, you're going through this intense scene. All right, take a break and have a little bit of a laugh. All right, go back to it again. Take a break. It's just yeah. like mm-hmm. kind of upping it, like upping your emotions and then settling you down a bit and then upping up again and settling them down. It's, it's kind of a roller coaster ride in a way with this film. Yeah. Yeah. So going back good. to the, going back to the, the grief point, And this is something I picked up on, on this recent watch and, and something that I really, really liked that they did is how you see Brent um, going through the grief of, of his father passing and you see him climbing the, the, uh, the mountain or the cliff, whatever you want to call it. And he's hanging by one hand and, and all I could think of that was going on in his mind is I don't care if I die right now. And then when he slips, it's, Oh shit, no, I don't want to die. Yeah. But he's grief. And there's another scene where, where Brent's mum calls the cop um, saying that my son's lost and you, and it zooms in on the cop's wife who has this face of she's calling again, but at the same time, utter sadness for what this woman's gone through. And just the look on her face is, it's just, it's really, it's really impactful. 
I think you would have definitely picked that up on because I don't think I picked it up as much. Yeah, I picked up on that watch, the second watch. But I think knowing who that family was now, I you know I think that stuff would stick out a lot more. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's like one of those that does like deserve a rewatch at some point because there is just these subtle things that just add to the add to the movie's uh, lore a little more. Uh, also, the basement zombies. Yeah. yeah. Well, and wasn't that the biggest basement you've ever seen? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah. It was massive and and really tall. Like I really mm-hmm. felt like that was a very it, very yeah. deep dungeon. More of a more of a in. pit, really. Yeah, it was more of a pit. That's a good. Uh, that's a good description. And I have to say, the screams that Brent and all mm-hmm. of the other ones that are trapped in that basement make—it's just like so, like haunting of a scream. Well, it's raw. Yeah. So yeah. It's very raw. Yeah. There's something actually I I and you're gonna laugh at me, but I've never really picked up on this until this recent watch is oh, when really? Lola pulls out the, the scrapbook and she's showing pictures of all the other guys that she's done it to. And I never realized that the that Lola's in all these pictures and she's like one picture she's like a five year old girl and it's just mm-hmm. Yeah. I never picked up on that. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit, this girl's been doing it since she was young. That's that's what really disturbed me. It's terrifying. Yeah, because yeah, it makes you wonder, like, was this something that was she just because daddy spoiled princess that she got? Everything oh, well, no, she she's wanted? a psycho narcissist. Like, there's that's not a spoiled brat. That's someone who. Well, was... no, I was gonna say like when she was five years old, though. Like, is that how? Like, you I wonder be a how this all started. At five, yeah. That's... I mean, I wonder how this all like started. Like, did the dad just go, "Oh, they turned you down at the prom. Well, I'm gonna go kidnap this boy and like have a prom." Yeah. Or was this her idea? Or how did this all come together? Well, I think crazy? if you go back to Halloween, for example, 1978, Michael Myers is evil just from being a child. There's no reason why she could. Oh, I know she's evil straight up. Yeah, it. and maybe there's mental illness that runs in the family, Smart. and the father has issues or whatever the case may be, and it's just she's easy to manipulate him. Yeah. Like we talked because about was, children in what, terror before, horror, horror before, right? Their ability to manipulate. Oh, yeah. And I, well, I was just kind of curious because I'm like wondering if like whose idea was it to start doing these proms? Was it hers or her dad's or kind of like a mixture of the two? Because it's like, yeah. I'm just kind of curious. I would be kind of curious to find that out if there was like a little backstory putting in. See, I don't know if I need that. I don't think that would add to the lore. I think you could assume that it was her. Oh, um, that's true. Just with the violence that she engages in. Now, she, he instructs her. Right, there's parts with the drill when she when he's telling her what to do and stuff. But I think that we just have a hard time thinking that a child of that young could manipulate a parent. But as we've seen, it, you know, in other movies and stuff, there's yeah, that is very true. Okay. There's right. also the character of uh, Bright Eyes, the the woman who's chained to the table, the, which now, is her mom. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I previous watches I always just assumed that this is the father's date. But there, yeah, Lola mm. does that line at the end where she says goodbye, mum. I'm like, oh, yeah. it was? Is it the yep. mum or is she just calling it the mum? I, I thought, I thought she was just mom. another kidnap victim, but mm. I could be wrong. I, when I read the review, it said that it was her mum. Okay. And, um, that, and it makes sense, right? If she's in love with her dad, she would be jealous of her mom. Very like uh, Freudian shit going on here. Um, but yeah, it was it was an interesting film. You guys really pointed out the grief stuff that I didn't even think about. I was so caught on the gore and the yeah. torture, which I have a hard time watching torture. It actually does make me uncomfortable. Okay. So uh, it, especially the drilling part, like that was the part that I was like, so holy good. fuck. 
the like, and talk about the effects like wow well done well the effects and there's also the sound design in it as, mm. as scott yeah. mentioned before like brent screams but the drilling scene and oh. when, when lola asks him to make the hole bigger you hear the drill like yeah. one skull and the mm. sound design is absolutely incredible that scene it makes your blood run, run cold you know absolutely yeah because it gave me chills i'm up pretty my sure spine. i was messaging scott the whole time yes you were <laughs> what else did you get because yeah, i had to tell you to like switch over to yeah because i had to tell you to switch over to personal check because heather hadn't watched it yet and i didn't want you spoiling it for her if she read back on the check oh, I, I wouldn't care it wouldn't matter to me but uh it was it was a movie where i don't remember having so many like visceral reactions to things in a, in a long time like yeah where it's just like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah so much of that shit absolutely yeah, because that oh, one so definitely good. just, yeah, it gets under your skin. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, so let's go to one that uh, is so amazing. Exact, I'll say the exact opposite of the love one. I was going to say, that one I'm glad I bought. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this one, I'm not so glad I bought. Uh, and the one we were speaking about, we've messed around and talked about this film a little bit when we first saw it a while back. But uh, this is... Outback from 2020, an Australian survival horror film directed by Mike Green and stars Lauren Lofberg, Taylor Weiss, and Brandon Donahue. Quote unquote, said to be based on a true story. Ugh. It's not. Nope. Heather looked into this. We can't find. She could not no. find shit on this. Uh, Outback tells the terrifying tale of a young couple lost in the wilderness and fighting for survival. Wade and Lisa head to Australia hoping to recharge their failing romance. When their GPS fails, they leave their car and head off on foot to find a new route. As night falls, they must spend the night in the bush without food, water, or weapons, surrounded by snakes, scorpions, and wild dogs. Now, one decision could mean the difference between life and certain death. And I gotta say right now, surrounded by snakes, scorpions, and wild dogs... Where the fucks were the snakes and the wild dogs? <laughs> there was none of that. There was oh, a snake I, oh, yes, in the car right. at the end. Yep, there was, but they weren't surrounded by it. That is such. That's the part that I called. They were surrounded by desert and stupidity and poor decision. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> such okay. <sighs> this fucking movie. It's it is literally. Here are some dumb North American tourists. Hey, American. You... <laughs> Fine. American tourists. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> Just want to be clear. But this is like, hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's go drive a 36-hour drive into the outback, and we're only going to bring like... Two Slim Jims and two bottles of water. Yeah, and maybe a couple granola bars and one can of gas, and we're going to be so prepared for this and use a map instead of a GPS and then use a GPS for a little while that just realizes doesn't fucking work. Oh, my God. Well, the poor decision-making started when he proposed to her on a fucking plane, and there was no conversation beforehand. Can you imagine? Like, okay, yeah. Tim, p- picture back to your engagement, okay? You're on a fucking plane with, like, is it Jalissa? Yes. And yes. she's like, and you propose, and she's like, no, you'd be like, fuck you, bitch, our vacation done. <laughs> We're getting back on a plane and going home. You wouldn't be yeah. like, let's spend the rest of this time together now. <laughs> After you've rejected my proposal. So yeah. what do you guys think of this movie? Is this like... Would Australians make this movie because they just think Americans are stupid? Um. 
<laughs> Ego. Ego. <laughs> I'll interject uh, when I need to. I, man, this... Okay, I heard you guys talking about this movie, um, saying how bad it is and everything like that. And and you said before that, Scott, you and me, we, we, we agree on some movies, we disagree on others. So going into this movie, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be something I enjoy and Scott hates. Now, you guys are right. Uh, this movie is fucking bullshit. Um, there is so much wrong with this movie. Uh, a lot of wrong. Um, Heather, what was the question? Sorry. I'm just, like, I'm, do, you, do you guys think tourists are like this? Do, would you, is this truly uh, how Australians view America, American tourists? Definitely some, some tourists. Not, yeah, but not all. I don't think... I honestly don't think that an American couple is that stupid to drive <laughs> yeah. from where, where were, okay. Here's the thing. They, 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 they leave came out in Sydney. Airport. Yeah. They came and out. then they drove around in a fucking circle for two hours. <laughs> yes. Okay. They, they, they show, they show where they're going. And I used to be a truck driver in Sydney. I know a lot of the roads. So watching where they're going, uh, I was like, where are they fucking going? They're back and forth. They're not going they were, anywhere near. They were headed past the bridge and then they were going back north and then they're at Milson's Point yeah, and like, then they got out. What are you doing? But the thing is, like, they get out of Sydney Airport and they want to go to the beaches. Cool. So they decide to go to a place called Coca Cabana, which is north um, of, of Sydney Airport and is about an hour and a half drive. Yeah, mm. there is a beach about 15 minutes from Sydney Airport. Like, why didn't you start there? Like, why do you have to go to the furthest location ever to go to the beach? And maybe they were just going yeah, there to work that. their way down. Maybe that's what they're doing. I don't see why would you do that. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to interject real quick. I think the reason they went to Cocobana is because in America, that is like one of the common beaches that us Americans know. That's Why? funny because I've never heard of that beach before. <laughs> yeah, because I've heard of Coca Cabana and like a couple of my friends know of Coca Cabana, but like, like, I think that would be the only reason. Like, oh, it's somewhere familiar that we've heard about. We got to go see it. That's the well, only it's reason. for an American audience and North American audience too, right? So then that's familiar. Yeah. As all the Aussies are like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> you think you got a Bondi or fucking somewhere like that? Yeah, one of the famous beaches that's yeah. closer, a lot closer. And um, also the dumb like how many tours do you guys see that just go you know what we're gonna drive ourselves especially american tours who are used to driving on the other side of the road also <laughs> canadians same with canadians yeah that can happen i've always said that if i ever come to america i'm not driving because i will get confused and end up in a car crash yeah same here it it, it, it spins you out when you get to an intersection and you're on the right side yeah it, oh, i could imagine yeah it would anyway. be weird just even like even sitting in the in the in the, in the passenger seat, whether whether it's on the wrong a side. driving wheel, yeah. like what is what is this sorcery? This is yeah. this sorcery. Trust um, me, we'd be feeling the same way. <laughs> this this movie took me out pretty much. Uh, I think it was like five minutes into it when the when the couple jump into a taxi, and the taxi driver in the in an Aussie accent. He goes, oh yeah, we're bloody taxi driver, right? Life's too short. <laughs> life's too short to mope around. Here's the thing about Australian taxi drivers. 
There are no fucking Australian taxi drivers. They're all Indian. So, so Indian we, ones, Arab ones, Chinese ones. <laughs> like maybe one in every like 400 is like white. They got the one Australian taxi driver that works around the airport. But like it's the other like, thing okay, that I noticed in that out. scene too is like you had the, the – because in Australia you got to display the taxi license – in case like something goes wrong or yeah, they have to do that w- in Canada too. Yeah, yeah same here and, in and it's like yeah. some brown dude with a giant beard that looks nothing like the actual taxi. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that that's really funny. <laughs> but that's no, hilarious. To answer your question, no, I, I honestly don't think that tourists are that stupid um, to do that, especially drive all the way from Sydney to the Northern Territory to go visit Uluru, which is. A fucking dumb decision for one. You're in a rental car. Terrible. You don't know what that car's going to do. It's going to break down. Um, yeah, you go. Another note, you go up the coast and then across. And they probably would have told the rental agency too, right? Like they would have wanted to know. I assume, like, oh, they probably would have had a conversation. Don't you think the rental agency people would be like, "That's a poor decision. Perhaps probably. you should not do that yeah. with our car." Because <laughs> the, the the country's so big. Yes. Um, and the the towns inland are so sparse that if you don't fill up petrol at the right place, you won't make it to the next town. Yeah, no, no. Also, the, 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 the hire car probably has a tracker on it. So the people yeah, at dude. the hire company are probably looking at it going, what the fuck? And probably <laughs> going to go, turn around now and bring back yeah. my car. Yeah, if, if they're in the middle of the desert for X amount of days, they would have tried to <laughs> figure out like where they were. I'll probably send emergency or something. Yeah. Wow, that just kind of totally kills the movie, doesn't it? When you think oh, you just wait till we start talking about the fucking animals, man. Oh, so yeah, tell us about the animals. Actually, tell us how she survived the scorpion. My favorite is that she got stung by a scorpion and survived. Like, and had no real issues. Like, she was able to, like, get up and walk around after, like, two days of rest or whatever she saw. I've never seen a scorpion here. <laughs> Neither. I've seen one in, in, in the wildlife farm or whatever you want to call it. In the zoo. Uh, yeah, never in real life. I, I had to look it up to check that there were scorpions here. Apparently oh there God, are. That's really there, funny. There are desert scorpions. Um, another thing with the animals is they keep hearing uh, a howl or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that's their attempt at doing dingoes. a dingo noise. Oh. I've heard dingoes howl. It sounds nothing like that. They'll, whatever noise no. that it's yeah. Dingo's howling is not like a wolf howl. Yeah, they, they made it sound almost like coyotes sound here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, the, the jellyfish? Yes, <laughs> the jellyfish sting. Fuck off. They're, those jellyfish don't sting you, the ones that they showed. Oh, Their really? stings are so mild. Yeah, like those are the ones you like pick up and you throw at your brother and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... But the thing is, we have jellyfish that are fucking insane and they didn't use them. We've got yeah. box jellyfish and we've got um, the blue I bottles, which are fucked up and would have, honestly, a blue bottle would have, would, would have looked way better on screen than yeah. those jellyfish. Yeah. Um, and they fuck you up. And also, like, even if you did get a blue bottle sting, it would not end up like that dude's leg was. Yeah, well, he had third-degree burns or something. So yeah, ridiculous. Like, 
I was going to say, like, Heather, when you got stung, like, did yours even look that bad? No, of course not. It didn't look – like, his leg basically looked like he had an infection, like, fleshy yeah. disease. No. But then again, I also went and got it treated. Yeah, right away. Because <laughs> I'm not an idiot, even though oh, I got the stung because I was an idiot. But I still at least dealt with it right away. And the whole thing about pissing on a jellyfish wound, that, that's no. not real. That's that's not, not real. <laughs> yeah, that uh, see, I, I, that was a – thing that i actually asked heather i'm like is that a real thing and she's going no i'm going all right i feel that's bad for the, that no but if <laughs> you've never been greatest, you know. right it's the greatest uh, practical joke ever made yeah yeah <laughs> the the snake wasn't real the like the what do they call it a blackhead taipan or some shit <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm like that's not real you're just trying to use a blackheaded python later i'm sure i'm sure you're just going to use a blackheaded <laughs> python later and then when the actual snake is there it's just all over her, like a domesticated snake would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, not like a wild snake would be. I was like, why don't you just put it in the on the seat of the car or like n- near the feet or something and like feed it off camera and get it to like wind up and strike how they do. And then you could have used that as a shot. Instead, it's like slithering all over her. Like it would never do. Like, <laughs> like she's at a zoo and they're do. like, welcome to the snake demonstration. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, that snake looks so chill. You know it's because it was chill. She should have punched that snake. <laughs> then it would have been that. real Australian. Just like the guy yeah. should have punched the jellyfish. Yeah, right? exactly. like, real taipans are fucked up. Like, um, they're super venomous and they, um, like, they'll strike you multiple times and that's why um, they'll fucking kill you so quick because they just they can inject so much venom. Oh, wow. That point. Yeah. Oh, man. Taipans are rad. Yeah. <laughs> just remembering all my, like, little fucking primary school assignments on animals and shit. <laughs> and, yeah, I uh, just got to say, like, too, uh, earlier when Tim said, like, you didn't think American tourists would do something like this. <sighs> Sorry to tell you, Scott us Wood. Americans are fucking dumb. Scott would not, <laughs> oh, not, not majority of our American audience. Scott would. Just no, Scott. I would not. I would not. <laughs> I know better than to go out into the you wilderness. You went into a, an abandoned cabin in the middle yeah, of a fucking camping trip. Yeah, that's completely different. That's an abandoned place you can explore. That's like safe. I mean, yeah, there may be a madman safe. or a psychopath living there. You don't even know if the floor was going to cave in, but it was safe. Yes, but, but <laughs> at the same the time, like steps. But at the same time, like, I'm not in Australia where everything can kill you. <laughs> but Fair no, I'm, I'm not going to be going to, like, say, I, I already feel uncomfortable when I'm, like, not near a city or, like, like a town that has a gas station. I feel uncomfortable going, if I run out of gas, what the hell am I going to do? No, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, let's take this 36-hour drive out into the middle of fucking nowhere where there's no sign of civilization whatsoever. That sounds like a great fucking idea. With a person <laughs> that turned down my engagement, and we're all yes. going to just pretend it's fine for two and, weeks. And sit in the yeah. car for 36 hours with her, like, and, like, nothing's that, that's And not then drink go. antifreeze and give her my pee-pee. So oh my god, Let's get on to that. What the oh, director <laughs> fucking loved piss. Oh really he was so obsessed much. with it. There was so many shots of piss and her drinking piss and him just fucking guzzling it. Yep. He was just probably behind the camera just going, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, fuck yeah. Give some to her. Put the dumb. Yeah, she needs it. 
it's like, like yeah i can understand you want to drink you need to drink piss to survive because you have no other water sure i get that yeah, you should definitely but, fucking need to drink piss. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that he goes and fucking starts drinking windshield washer solvent out of the fucking car it's like yeah dude are you that fucking dumb and dense you know the funny thing is cat your cat sitting beside you is that luna no that's elizabeth yeah that's elizabeth and she's even like what the fuck like right. she's even listening to it and she's like that sounds fucking stupid and <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, she's like i'll marry you now I'm like, that's so fucking stupid he's fucking Fuck dying. Drink as you're dying i'll marry you now it's like and then the rancher yeah. i love the stereotypical rancher that shows up with like the crocodile oh. the jacket and the hat and shit at the end oh my yep. god that's what we all wear <laughs> yeah that's that's every australian that's exactly what we look like that's what Dust they all look like <laughs> she has a bottle of water and she's pouring it into her mouth oh my god it was yep. so this, bad. this movie was insulting to australians and insulting to americans <laughs> it was <laughs> insulting to movies it was just insulting, insulting. everybody <laughs> but it but it really glorified pp right, and please. don't yes. drink antifreeze just yeah, in case drink any all those the kids piss out you there can. <laughs> you get any <laughs> piss just drink it Yep, just chug just that shit. Just drink that piss. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. It. You know what would have <laughs> made it. the movie even better? If she was pregnant. That would have been the only oh, thing to fucking oh, push oh. this over. You know what? I was honestly waiting for it. <laughs> I was like, they're going to fucking throw like, that in there. I was going to wait for her, Like, the reason I said no to marriage is because I was scared because I found out I was pregnant. And now that you're dying, I'm going to tell you that I'm pregnant and I will marry you. Oh. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Legit. Legit. The only... The only good thing I will say about this movie is the way the the boyfriend died. I will say his death acting was pretty fucking good with like his uh, chemical poisoning <laughs> that he did. Yeah. Like drinking antifreeze, he definitely acted like he drank antifreeze. Yeah, like he, he probably did. Yeah, so he pro- it's probably like, all the he piss realized he drank. his career was over after this movie, so he was like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably the piss. That's probably all the piss he drank that he's like starting to convulse like that in real life. <laughs> right? He's probably like chugging jars of piss behind the scenes, like yeah, <gasps> doing this. <laughs> but like, the dude was like mad into it from like the get go. He had like, no problems drinking it. He was like, yeah, like, yeah, this is fucking great. Well, he even brought it up to his girlfriend on the way out there. They're like, you know, if we run out of water, we'll have to start drinking our piss. Like that was the first thing he thought of. It's like, dude, <laughs> chill yeah. out. It was and so over the she, top of like he's a he's a soldier. Did you know he's a soldier? He's yeah. a soldier. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what a soldier of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somehow he didn't know how to survive in the wilderness being a soldier. You think you yeah. dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> basic survival training. So we really recommend Outback twenty twenty, everybody. If you I mean, really want to see a great film, definitely. Yeah. Look, if if you're into water sports and shit, you could probably come. <laughs> but other than that, there's no real reason to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a good reason to listen to this review about this movie and if you want to go back to how stupid it is yeah. you could do it i suggest watching it on like time and a half so it goes quicker yeah because um, it is uh it's an easy watch it's not like it doesn't take forever and drag its feet but it's at the same time you are just like grabbing your head and going why so scott thought it was really like that actually what did i say scott we would be too busy getting drinks and <laughs> Sydney. Yeah, we'd be too busy like <laughs> hanging out with Tim and Daniel in Sydney, getting drunk. Like, I'd be drunk, drunk in Tim's shit. basement watching horror movies. I wouldn't be doing that fucking shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know better than that shit. Are you kidding me? Fuck that. <laughs> and I'd be like, make me a Vegemite sandwich, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I will. Like if I do come down to visit, I'll be like, all right, I gotta try Vegemite. 
I just, I just gotta try. We would be the biggest fucking nerds. Yeah, I'll just give you a big spoonful. Just be like, I'll be like the total tourist, and you'd be like, God damn it. And I'd be like, Where are them drop bears? Where are the drop bears? Fucking everywhere. Look out for them. Daniel's a drop bear. He just, he's just pretending to be human. All right, let's get to this last motherfucker, so he can go to bed. All right. So yeah, we are going to jump on to the last film of the night, which is also from 2020, and that is the Australian horror comedy Two Heads Creek, directed by Jesse O'Brien and stars Gary Sweet, Carrie Armstrong, and Catherine Wilder. A timid butcher and his drama queen twin sister quit the hostile confines of post-Brexit Britain <laughs> and the adventure to Australia in search of their birth mother, but the seemingly tolerant townsfolk are hiding a very dark and meaty secret. Whoa. Ah, meaty, because he's a butcher. I get it. <laughs> I thought it was more the cannibalism. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> That's so, <bad>. <laughs> I had a I had I was pretty entertained by this film. Like um I was gonna joke around and be like, so are these the type of towns that are in Australia, guys? <laughs> yeah, actually no, to, to be honest with you, there are Rural towns that look like that, yeah. It kind of nails rural towns, <laughs> like legitimately. It does. It does. I, it I nails, feel like this movie nails a few things. For one, the uh, the Asian tourists that take photos <laughs> of everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that they good. did the um, they did the the chant that I can never fucking remember. The drinking chant. Australia Go or something like oh. that, wasn't it? No. Yeah. It was yeah, no, they, not um, that one. He's uh, a piss pot. He's true blue. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I know the one. He's bastard true. Yeah. Oh no. It's a it's a drinking song we sing to make people scull their drink. Yeah. Tried to go to heaven, but he went the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They were doing that, but they were doing it wrong, and I was like, "That's not you do it." <laughs> I was saying, like, out of all the films, like you said, the loved ones, like, was more the accurate representation of Australia, like with the way characters interact and stuff, like. I'm guessing this is probably more of the accurate uh, way the rural folk are. Yeah. Uh, like it, it's, so they're all cannibals and they... Well, uh, well not the cannibal fuck part. Their, fuck their siblings, right? That's it, how it it's works. It's definitely exaggerated, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, um, it is very over the top. These characters are very over the top. But yeah, the set designs, they do look like towns that you would pass if you're... If you're and like... In the state. That Boris, was it that Boris? I can't remember that the hella Aussie dude that you'd like need a translator. You guys would have needed a translator for. No. Yeah, there was no. like, yeah, because one of those guys, I was having a hard time understanding what he was saying. Yeah, I just yeah. thought he was yelling nonsense the entire time. And no, I was no, he was talking. Something. Yeah, that's <laughs> the old guy, right? He was talking about like ABBAs and stuff like that. And the, the, you uh, mean the old guy, the old, old yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Boris, whatever guy. his he name is. Asian, he calls the Asian spring roll. <laughs> yeah. maybe piss myself yeah <laughs> yeah like everyone like everyone's met someone like him here yeah like with that fucking heavy of an accent and shit i feel yeah. like that was a great like nod to australian too like that's something that yeah. scott and i didn't catch but australians watching it would catch yeah because he reminds me of like the uh crazy podunk uh hillbillies that live deep in the woods of like michigan like especially the the youpers as we like to call them in the upper peninsula like just have mm. this very thick heavy dialect that it's like when you hear talk like how is from the car what what 
what did you just say? I know it's English in there somewhere, but you're saying it's fish. So I can't even understand it. And I'm, and I'm from the same state as you. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's shit like that. It definitely, those, those definitely moments where it felt super pandery to Australians. Oh, really? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, the Aussie oi thing, definitely. Oi, oi. Oh, yeah. Oi, oi, oi. oi. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even do it right. I yeah, know, well, how is it supposed it. to be done? It's like, like, how is it oh. supposed to be done? Oh, fuck. All right. I'll start, Luffy. You can finish it. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Aussie. Oi. Aussie. Oi. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. It's supposed to get more rambunctious. I fucking hate it. When people start doing that, I'm like, yep, I'm out. Fuck this. <laughs> that sounds like it would be like... It's, it's a fucking man. sports jockey thing that they do at like stadiums and shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Australia seems to have a lot of that kind of shit. Like, well, if I, mean, I said, am I ever going to see your face again? What would no Tim way, say? Fuck <laughs> no one would get that unless you're from Nope. <laughs> if you said that to a group of Australians, they would all say, no way, get fucked, fuck off. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's just this response to a song that was never in the song that people just started doing at their concerts and stuff. And then everybody just knows about now. Oh, that is fantastic. I love this. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, the only part that really stood out to me that I thought was, well, obviously there's lots of parts that were funny, but when the tourists get first on the bus and that woman is so over the top, like Australian, yeah. like <laughs> I was dying. I was like, that's totally something that like every fucking tourist thinks is going to happen when they get on a fucking Aussie bus. <laughs> They're going to meet mm. somebody like that. Um, but do you guys recommend it? Final thoughts? Um, eh. I mean, oh, okay. to be honest, yeah, like, it was fine. Uh, I'll, I'll never watch it again. Honestly, the comedy for me didn't really hit. Uh, I never laughed out loud except for that one part where he called the Asian spring roll. Um, that's the only part that made me laugh. The rest was just like, <laughs> um, I didn't really, it was fine. It was entertaining. I think I gave it like a five or a six out of ten. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I could take it or leave it, to be honest. That's just me, though. Fair. Fair, fair. All right, Daniel. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. There were, there were definitely moments that made me laugh and stuff. And um, it, it's definitely like a cartoon version of rural Australia, for sure, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it totally um, does. But that shit just would have just annoyed Tim. So I get why he wasn't super into it. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's angry that he's Australian. I feel like Tim doesn't want to be Australian. I'm, he's mad about I'm it. He hates it. Australian ever. Yeah, well, he's all like, I don't like to leave my house. I don't. He wants to pay medical bills and get paid minimum See, that's, that's why Tim and I get along. <laughs> this is why Tim and I get along. He hates Australia and, I'm, and I hate America. You don't hate America. <laughs> Switch. Oh, the funny thing is, I, I, I want to like, move to Canada like, well, so yeah. freaking bad. So I do yeah. want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Why you That's just want fair. healthcare and weight and shit? Yeah, I, I want to actually, you know, live an actual like decent life. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear some of our American viewers right now? Our listeners are like, "Fuck you, Scott." That most all, probably all American viewers are going, "Yeah, we'd all move to Canada." If we <laughs> yeah, could. it's true. They're listening to our show. They probably are thinking the same thing. It's true. <laughs> um, I enjoyed. it. I thought it was funny. I I agree though. I don't think it was like the best movie I've ever seen, but there was definitely like it was it was fun. It was a fun little film. 
Yep, I, I'm right there with you. I thought it was entertaining. Had some uh, very funny moments in it. Uh, the whole cannibalism thing was a bit ridiculous and like kind of seen that coming a mile away, but it was mm. still like still part of, it just kind of felt with that charm. And I did love the uh, chemistry between the brother and sister. Yeah, like, it was good. They, those they two were great together. Casted well, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So let's move into our final segment is out of the dark and this doesn't have to be super long but we just wanted to know what stereotypes you guys had of north americans canadians or american or I think both i've hit a few <laughs> i've got i've actually got a list here the same the same type of list that you had heather with the same oh, nice. oh, oh, nice. the, the exact same website and everything so, awesome so let's just go for it all right so the number the first one is americans are loud and obnoxious some are scott's yeah. not actually scott's not but there are ones that i are yeah i'll say like as a country as a whole like looking from like at a bird eye perspective we are loud and obnoxious i think there's just groups of you that are super loud and they think yep. the rest of you are all like that yeah exactly right because yeah, when you go out drinking or wherever where there's backpackers and stuff you can always hear a fucking american <laughs> <laughs> i believe that the, yep. like Especially when we're drinking, we do a lot of us do get loud and obnoxious. I get louder as I drink. Super friendly though. Oh yeah. Every American I've met, it's been like hella friendly and stuff. Yeah, they but are actually just pretty friendly. Loud. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Yep, I'll say it. I definitely can't deny that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one I have here, I don't actually agree with this one, but the next one is everyone is racist. <laughs> um, did you watch the debate? I watched points of it, some highlights. Um, I don't think everyone is racist. I think actually, um, the majority, the silent majority, are non-racist. Yes. Unfortunately, the louder minority that are the racists. And I think it is people in Canada, but they just keep it in their in their houses. Yeah, very British here. I think there's more racial tension. In America, like it's it's yeah. it's a more uh, kind of ever present, tense situation with their racism. Well, I'm saying, I mean, we were built on the backs of racism. This country was mm. like it's it's pretty much true. I mean, I, know, I just the, can't believe you made that. It's, it's pretty fucking true, though. Like this was country Canada, was though, built like, off racism. Well, that's what we did. We colonized, right? Yeah. Like both you guys were originally British, and we all came over from Britain, right? Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know. I feel like people are racist. They just keep it to themselves or they don't think they're racist. One or the yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, we got, like I said, the silent majority here, I know, are, like, because majority of people I know are not racist. There's the subtle racism and stuff like that, or the accidental it's, racism. It's well, or that, systematic racism, right? But yes. we're not going to get into that in this podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your racists are super loud about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they are. They are. And I think they've oh. they've been given the chance to have a voice now, which is what makes it scarier. Absolutely. Next. Uh, number three is Americans only care about themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are in our own little fucking bubble here in this country. Yeah. Like once again, like it's not everybody, but like once again, major the loud minority. A lot of us don't even leave our own freaking states a lot of the time. 
That's the yeah. thing that only really drives me nuts. I hate when someone tells me that's American, that their country is the greatest country in the world. Unless you have stepped foot out of your country and you have gone to another country or can explain to me how another country works, I don't know how you get off saying that. Because I've been yep. to America. I've been to a lot of America. And I know a lot of Americans. And I just find that statement very, very um, inaccurate if you don't have any actual knowledge of the rest of the world. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I've never said anything like that, because I know better. It's like, well, I'm... you don't know, right? And it's not to say things in America aren't good. America no. is not a horrible shithole. It's not. But this belief that, like, oh, we've, run, we've held COVID, we've dealt with COVID the best. Australia is back <laughs> to motherfucking no normal. You know, like, there's, there's countries that have nailed it. And, like, the fact that people refuse to fucking do a Google search makes me angry. Anyway. Yeah. Like, we're, I think we're still the worst off country of the entire world right now with this shit. Yes, you've had the most death. Yes, you guys are doing the worst. You're right, Scott. <laughs> Brazil and India are working on it. Yeah, right. Brazil and India are right behind us. That's but. true. They're trying. They're trying. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Man. All Tim, right. Go. Number four. And before I read this next one, just know that I am reading this off a website, and this is in no way my thoughts Tim's at all. actual 100% opinion is... Start <laughs> <laughs> Number four is Americans are stupid, uneducated people. I can't that, believe you think that, Tim. That is. <laughs> Heather and I have had this discussion. It's fucking true. <laughs> like, yes, I think. Well, the lack again, of consistency of education systems across the states has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Mm. Right. Like you know, there's a few. Like there is a, quite a few of us that are you know smart and intelligent, but man, Thanks there are us some pay for uni system. <laughs> oh, but there are some dumb, dumb motherfuckers here that think they're the smartest people in the world. They are ignorant to everything that's going on around them. You, you know, they you know, feel like they're right. So. Oh, they do. I don't. I don't know. Like as many as many Americans as you, Scott. Obviously, but I have a. a <laughs> I'd say the majority of people Scott knows are American. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Very laughs> accurate. But I've got like a group of friends all horror podcasters who are American and every single one of them seems like a, an intelligent person. Now I work with a guy who, and this is no joke, believes that the coronavirus is fake mm. uh, much like a lot of Americans. So it's not just Americans who, who believe that all this stuff is fake and they're all stupid. There are stupid Australians as well. Oh yeah. yeah there's so. no, there's no exclusivity on stupid. No, <laughs> I was like, every country has their own, but hey, this, I don't know why, like, America seems to just be uneducated, especially in certain parts of the country. Well, I think it's not, again, I don't think that's it. You have Bernie Sanders, for example, that's an extremely educated man. Oh, yeah, not everybody. Right? I just think the problem is Americans are the loudest, and they're loudest through the media. They have the most power when it comes to their dollar. You know, it, they're just the loudest, so we pay attention to them the most. And yeah. unfortunately, depending on where, you know, power sits at any given time, it's the people that have views that are just not backed up by facts yep. that are backed up by unicorns and magical beliefs that um, like, you know, in all defense and, and Canadians are up there too. We have Canadians that think coronavirus is fake and that masks are oppressive. They're just quieter about it because we still have this fucking British influence. So we all just say it under our breaths and don't say it out loud um, or type it on the internet, like real keyboard warriors. So I don't know. I, I think America just has more of a global scene, hence why people think they're stupid. Right. And 
I, I do just got to say this real quick. Uh, I do love when Heather comes in with her intelligence into an argument and brings up actual facts with some of these Americans and <laughs> they just go silent. Feelings don't have any time for your facts. So. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as she brings in real life facts and accuracies and they're just instantly just shuts the argument down and I fucking love it every time. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> like you mean how government actually works and bylaws? Yes, exactly. She doesn't even yeah, live here and she knows how our government works better than half the Americans. <laughs> it's not what the Bible says, so let's not get too hasty. <laughs> oh, so true. <laughs> All right. This next one is um, I'm interested for your response. So next one is every American owns a gun. <laughs> Once again, it's not not completely wrong. Like we are like the gun country. I don't do own a gun. a gun. I don't I own a gun. Country. I'd say about half of my friends do, and they are literal gun nuts. They don't own just one gun. They own twenty, <laughs> and they just ah that would necessitate them having a gun rack. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't even have that. I have a friend that has a combat shotgun with all these freaking tech gadgets on it. And it is strapped to the side of his bed, pointing at his calculator and shit. Yeah, like it's literally pointing at his door. So if someone busts in his room that he doesn't like, all he's got to do is reach around and pull the trigger. It's already loaded at his door. He just has to not like you. Yeah, pretty much. Like, be nice to him. And yeah, it's a lot. Like, I'd say about ninety percent of them are the Republicans and are that are like gun nuts. Then there's like you know obviously a ten percent twenty to ten to twenty percent that would be democratic that love the gun like love guns as well but there's also the hunters that have their rifles that they have to have for hunting season but then it's you got the people too. that are open carrying fucking pistols and shit like that yeah. it's it's wild like now we have guns in Canada I have friends that have guns I have gone to a shooting range the difference is you can't carry and yeah. we have restrictions on what you can own and it's yeah. a much more difficult to get a gun license. Like you yeah, actually works. have to like go through steps to get one. So <laughs> like you have gun licenses. Yeah, like we have gun licenses. Like it's not like we're like, oh man, you got a criminal record and a case of like uh, delusions and stuff. You know what? Here's a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't. We could go on and on about that debate with the the U.S. But like, nah. no, it's like we are the gun country. Everybody loves their guns and loves. Well, and, their guns. and Scott likes to take us all to the gun show, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings me to my next point. And Scott, you just proved this complete false after seeing those wonderful arms. Americans are all obese, overweight, and obsessed with fast food. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I love that stereotype because I mean, everything here is extra large. Like Heather can attest to this. When we go Their to restaurants, ridiculous. our portions are insane. And that's like, why I, I should be American. It's not fair. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and it blew my mind, like, especially because... You, you think you're big now? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> if you lived in America, dude. It is a constant fight to stay, like, stay at the weight that I am. And I'm, I'm still a bigger guy. Like, I'm not obese, but I'm a bigger guy. But you're thick. I'm thick. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but, uh, Heather can attest. She's been here a couple times now visiting with me. Like the dinner plates, like what was it? The nachos and the salad that you ended up getting was freaking huge. Yeah. And it was I like, didn't know it was for a family of four. <laughs> right. And it was cheap. Which is crazy. just like Scott. I am cheap, yeah. <laughs> I went to Macca's in Seattle and I got like a small 
like quarter pound a meal or whatever. And they're, they're fucking small. It's huge. It's like our large, man. Legit. Legit. So that is true. I've heard that. Yeah, man. Or not. Also, you get like free refills and shit. Yeah. You do. Oh, what? And yeah, yeah, get this. All right. So I took Heather to the Trillium Cinemas here to go so see uh, a fucking boss. Gretel and Hansel. And she's like, all right, yeah, we'll, like, we'll get a popcorn, like a large popcorn. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'll do one. And I told her, I'm like, oh, and the large popcorn's here? Come with re- free refills of popcorn. And she's like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that. When we get the, it's literally a bucket, like about that big around and about that tall. That is our large and popcorn. And Scott kept moving it, so I had to stick my hand in deeper and deeper. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But no, and they like, kept yeah. calling me Tim, which made it even weirder. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh, my. But yeah, the, the popcorns here are extra, extra, extra large, and they're free refills, which make no sense, because you wow. finish a bucket of popcorn, and you're going, I don't want any more popcorn after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But usually I'll end up filling it up and then taking it home with me because it's like, yeah, fuck that, I'm lie. not wasting this. <laughs> don't you lie. But yeah, everything here is just oversized proportions. And when Heather came here and was like surprised by our size of food and stuff, I'm going, really? So this many like sizes normal. surprised me. <laughs> oh my God. Of food, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it just amazed me when I heard that like, other countries' portions are smaller than ours. I'm going, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's had higher quality ingredients, too. Like, let's also... Yeah. Like the food we, standards are different in the States than they are in other countries. Yeah, a lot more... And that's very, a fact, everyone. You can Google that. Like, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> a lot more overly processed foods here. Yeah. And I feel they're not, so I don't need to Google anything. <laughs> all right well that's all i got about australia uh, australians americans <laughs> but i've got some about canadians oh. that i need answered as well and the first one i need answers straight away sorry about it <laughs> the, the first one heather is that canadians say a boot not about boot i don't know do i scott do i <laughs> yeah you do totally no, you do. You uh, don't say a boot. You do have like kind of a twang, right? In my accent or something. Yeah, you do have a little bit of a twang, but it's more like about. Like you, about. you pronounce the U more than most. About. People. Yeah, about. You see, the thing is, Canada, like Australia, is vast. So if you went out to someone in the Maritimes, they may say a boot or someone very northern. I live an hour outside of the American border, so I'm kind of bastardized to American stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm just going through this list and a lot of them are stupid that like, I don't know who believes this, but like Canadians have polar bears. You know what? You'd be surprised. I've had people ask me, I've been in Buffalo, which is 15 minutes across the border. And I've said, oh, it's really cold. They're like, well, how's the weather back for you? And I'm like, it's an hour away. It's the same (laughs) climate. But Have you ever had someone ask you, do you have polar bears as pets? Yes. Well, yeah. well pets? not pets, but like if I've seen one. Do but, they bring you oh, Coca Colas? Okay. They do. <laughs> they do <laughs> with all their baby bears and scarves. Actually, oh, cool. um, cool. polar bears do not reside in Ontario. They are in the northern West Territories. Um, I I know people that don't even understand how big Canada is. You'd be surprised the questions I've been asked. A lot. It is pretty uh, mind-boggling. Some of the things I've even heard. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, another one is Canadians are all very polite. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like we're all wearing masks, but we're not happy about it. So people will put them on and Agreed wear them, it. but like their protesting is maybe they take a foot in the store and they haven't put it on yet and then they put it on quickly. <laughs> yeah, but you, you'll know. You'll know that they won't. But they're like, I fucking hesitated. Also, yeah. thing I noticed, <laughs> everyone holds the door for you. They do. And then if you don't say thank you, they're going to judge you. Like you'll yeah, walk away some, and they'll be like, looks. I can't, I, I know we're filming this and no one can see it, but they'll turn around and stare at you really? as you walk away. And they'll be like, <laughs> yeah. you, you got a fucking problem? You. See, and I'm the type of asshole, because I, I guess I'm part Canadian, but I'm also like the American rude part of me too, because I'll be like, Someone walks in after I'm holding a door open for them and they don't say anything. I'll just be like, "You're welcome." Yeah, <laughs> no, I walk do that too, though. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was a meme. Really polite. It's true. There was a meme that I saw that made me laugh my ass off uh, back when the uh, Black Lives Matter thing was like just happening, um, and everyone was definitely Tim. This is okay. You guys are racist. We talked about this already. And um, and everyone, everyone was slamming the police, and there was was a meme. Someone did a graffiti saying, um, "Canadians are angry too," and the graffiti was "Darn the police." Yeah, it was. It was pretty funny. Someone (laughs) tagged me on that. "Darn the police." (laughs) We uh, had protests, but they weren't violent. No one heard about them because they were peaceful, and the police marched with us. We're pretty cheesed off over here. Right? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Um, Canadians are overly apologetic. Yeah. Except with Scott. I don't apologize to him. But anyone else, I'm really apologetic. Like, I'll be like, oh, sorry. um, Pardon? Um, What did you? um, Sorry. Um, Sorry. Mm." But there's not all Canadians are like that, obviously. You just get a fucking staunch cunt on them. That's right. So what did you say? Storch cunt? Oh, staunch. Uh, staunch. Like, how That'd do I explain so staunch? Yeah, like aggressive. Oh, yeah. It's passive like, aggressive. We call it, yeah, being, being like staunch, like fucking chained up to someone. That's me. That's me yeah. all the time. I've blocked my peacock feathers and I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, Heather, do every, does all Canadians say A at the end of the, every sentence? I yeah. apparently say it. <laughs> I've never heard you say it. Brandon besides. Orlick has heard me say it and makes fun of me for it. <laughs> yeah. He'll be Ooh, like, yeah. hey, Heather, what are you going to do today? <laughs> yeah, that happens. You'll, you'll do that in a message to me, but like, I've never heard hey. you actually say it out loud besides Maybe. mocking. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, I do. <laughs> I know. Um, and you, I talk to you a lot, so I'm surprised yeah. you haven't heard it. Canadians have the best bacon. It's the same fucking bacon fucking. everybody else eats. Like, no. I don't understand. No, like, no, the rest no. is ham. We have the best bacon. Yeah, you probably do. It's the really? same shit. Yeah, their bacon is those little fucking pissy strips. No, it's not. We have good bacon. We have P-Mail. They're like long ones with the rind and stuff? Yes. I we have a variety it. of bacon. <laughs> okay. We're not just one bacon nation. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of these stereotypes. <laughs> You and your fucking bacon. Go have a Foster's. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The last one that I've got, and I can totally see this being real, is Canadians' bills, like money, smell like maple syrup. (laughs) No, but they're different. 
colors and they have birds on them and it's really difficult for me to figure out american money i panic all the time i'm like is this a dollar or is it ten dollars oh my god i have all these american dollars i don't know what to do with them because all our money's color coded and we have loonies and toonies yeah in america the stereotype toonies you love toonies yeah great two coins smashed together (laughs) yeah I, i do have to say in america uh, a lot of Americans call the Canadian money Monopoly money because it's just so bright and colorful. <laughs> oh, by the way, another Canadian thing that not America that all the Americans come up here for is at our strip clubs, strippers Evo. get naked. Yeah, well, we have strip clubs here where strippers get naked, but they you can only be yeah, there's no alcohol served at those ones. Yeah, there's alcohol and what? bitches and men are getting naked. I've been to a male and female strip club. Dude had his dong out, was hard, and was naked on stage, thrusting into women. <laughs> Shit, oh, yeah. it's real in Canada. And Not the drinking like, age is a lot younger. Than, you and what is the drinking age in uh, Australia? 18. 18. Wow, it's so 18 it's just, in Quebec. Wow, so it's just Americans that are like, yeah, you gotta be 21. But everyone kind of starts at like 15. Not earlier. Uh, I started at yeah. fifteen. Yeah, see, I started at eighteen, so it had about the same. It's just like you know, three years <laughs> different. Like just because we can't do it till we're twenty-one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I am pretty much i know <laughs> i'm just kidding scott's lived a much more exciting life than i have um is that it tim that's it that's all about oh, yeah and there's always this one heather that always drives you nuts that i just got to bring up what? and that is canada it's always snowing looks like she's about to snap Yep, she hates that one so much why it's so you know what i also nice. hate that i get 80 percent of my paycheck taxed yeah that too <laughs> yeah that's my favorite <laughs> but we won't go into that because tim has to go to bed soon because there's story. a time zone change so on that note i would like to send a very big 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 huge thank you to both tim and daniel for joining us today yeah, thank um, you guys so much this was a fucking blast you guys right, have been an you. inspiration for me for podcasting i've learned a lot Ooh. from you i never miss a show i'm always laughing at daniel's jokes and I always like when Tim goes off about shit. He's really funny too. And maybe if you'd be funny and she'd laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for joining us. It was, it, I'm glad you guys were our first guests. Um, means a lot to us that you could be here. You're our first time. <laughs> no, I knew our first so time much, would guys. be special. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> having us. It was an absolute honor coming on your show. And you guys are another show that I can't miss an episode ever. Unlike Daniel, who always misses them. But I, <laughs> I try. I was like, Tim and Daniel are so you and me, Heather, because you got you say that about their show to me. Like, see, I'm the bigger fan because I listen to all their episodes. And Scott's still behind. <laughs> I am a bigger fan, though. We'll I see am. about that. <laughs> but no, thank you once again, guys. Really appreciate it. This is a blast. Yeah, yeah this was so, a lot of fun. Yeah, if you guys want to listen to a less good show, uh, <laughs> you can check us out at uh, Horror for Donkeys. And you can leave them a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts for their um, horror prize pack giveaway, which is going to be not nudes. I was kidding about that. Um, That's only for us. That's only for us if we win. I will be leaving a five-star written review. I'm not sure if I'm going to put my name on it, and I just want to see if you guys can figure out that it's fine or not. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and you don't have to send me anything because it's in Canada. So if I win, you can put the name put my name back All in the right. draw i don't want you spending that so. much money no it's yes. a lot it's a lot it's, it's a lot ship, so. uh we're, we're gonna try and figure it out all right awesome well i guess on that note scott should you uh 
what are we doing next? Scott, what are we doing next? What the fuck are I, we doing? I think we were hinting at, like, you and I were discussing doing, like, the actual haunted houses. Oh, shit, yeah. Natural stuff. Yeah. So we're going to kind of pinpoint our direction on what we're going to do there. But, yeah, I think it's going to have to do with, like, ghosts and the supernatural. As you can tell, everything's super pre-planned. Oh, I know. We're really professional. You know, we just set the bar really, really, really high. <laughs> you can also hear Scott and I on It's Not Horror <laughs> Okay, uh, which is a bi-weekly commentary show that Scott and I do. Yeah, which we just covered uh, the most amazing sex comedy out there, Joysticks from 1983, which was my pick and everybody hated me for it. It is true. <laughs> it is true. That is true. All right. And the meantime thank you gentlemen and unpleasant dreams pleasant dreams say goodbye unpleasant dreams goodbye oi 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 and on that note <laughs> correct